You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and we got the sexiest man in podcasting right over there, Shane Diablo. Booyah! That was the sound of my penis becoming erect. That's how it sounds. It's weird and it's awkward. And And it's really loud in this small apartment, too. Plus, it, it, it takes up most of the space and stuff. It's just, it's just awkward for everybody involved. But how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, I'll tell you what. I am stoked as shit uh-huh. to be back here doing the show. Man. Yeah, this, every week. You know, I'll tell you what. It, every week it seems to get longer, and I'm longing to sit down. You're longing with the with the with the lights turned down low and just the and the hollow notes playing in the background. I know. And, I, I I gear up my own ways for you. You know, <laughs> cry a little bit in the mirror naked, and then go. Okay, he'll be here soon. <laughs> Well, that makes me feel good too, because uh, I always uh, I always make sure to uh, shall we say um, I'm just going to say release the demons, re- release the demons oh, before yeah. I come, so I can actually think straight and not get all caught up in oh, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. So, uh, have anything to report this week? You know what? Just keeping with um, you know the spirit of this particular podcast, okay? With like zombies, that scares and me a bit. Haiti and all of that. Yeah, I watched. White Zombie with Oh Bill yeah, Lugosi. awesome dude. Good movie. Yeah, very good movie. Have you seen it before? I I saw it a long, long time ago, many moons ago. Right. But it's from the thirties, so you know, long, are. long ago, right. really long. You know what I noticed though? It's what? like there's always that shot of Bella Lugosi's eyes in damn near every, or I'll go ahead and say every single movie he's ever been in. Uh-huh. That close up shot of his eyes. Well, that's what the, those were his money makers, baby. Right. I mean, those were those. Close were your it. eyes for a minute. Okay. Just picture this. Okay. Okay. All right. You got your eyes closed. Now think about this. Okay. Just think. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. With You're you. a woman. Of course. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm pretending. Okay. You're, you're, okay. you're pretending you're a woman. Okay. And Bella Lugosi picks you up at the, uh, you know, the shanty town or, or the, or the, 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 Am I still what are they called? Okay. Speakeasy. Oh, okay. The speakeasy. Shanty town and a speakeasy are two yeah. way different things. I know. Okay. But anyway, he picks you right. up at the speakeasy. All right. All right. <laughs> and you say, yeah, you're going to go ahead and you're going to go home with Bella Lugosi. Sure. Right. Sure. Now, what I want you to picture is him on top of you. Banging away, <laughs> writhing and thrusting. Okay. And when you open your eyes, you see those eyes going. <laughs> My clitoris Michael, just got hard. Uh, Wait, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all, Michael. Wow. With those eyes, wow, I'm just, even with the light, you know, I'm becoming it, a little, light and you're a like, little uh, sweaty, uh, and, uh, and shall we say, there's dude, a swamp going on in my pants right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Could you imagine that as a woman going home with that and seeing those eyes that you see on the film screen? No, I wish I could. And he's thriving and humping and thrusting and everything, <laughs> and he's going, oh, 
Yeah. Oh, that is that is kind of scary. And I wonder what they would say for you know I'm about to blow. What would they say in the 30s about that? He, like, he would say I'm about to gusto or I'm about, about to. No, here's what he would say: The children of the night with beautiful music that make. Yeah, and then it's just. Ugh. What was your name again? Get out. I'm Dracula, man. I'm, I'm Dracula. Do, do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I think that's the only way that guy actually got any is, do you know who I am? I'm freaking Dracula, mother effer. Uh, they call me uh, Bella Lugosi. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like. Uh, uh, there's a little song called Bella Lugosi's Dead. Do you think yeah. you ever used that one? Or, or wait, I history, don't, I don't history may so. have not lined yeah. up quite for that one. I can just picture him going, Michael. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. Bella gonna, was a junkie. Yeah. I'm going to squat. Michael. <laughs> stop it. i squat. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Okay. All right. Easy. Okay. Easy. I just jizzed in my pants. So I'm done talking okay. about that. I, you know, All the right. demons have been cleared. I'm good to go. Um, so this episode, we're going to be talking about um, Resurrects, a band called Resurrects, the album called Beyond the Grave from 2006. And you know how like we're trying to like space out our movies and stuff like that? Try to, you know, try to do something you know a little bit different. For the second week in a row, we're doing a zombie movie from 1988. <laughs> wow. But I'll tell you what, though, dude. I'll tell you what. This one is so much different than Zombie 3. I think we're all right. True that. I think yeah. we're all right. I mean, so. This was on Johnny Krug and my list of, you know, ouchy, you know, cultural places. Oh, yeah, that yeah, are dude. No, no, no goes. In fact, I hadn't seen this for a long time before we recorded that episode. And after watching it, you know, I, I'm pretty, uh, I mean, I, I, I see where you guys are coming from. Yeah. You know, so there Haiti you go. Haiti is a no, no go. Well, it's okay. not even on a vacation. There were some sexy ladies in there. Well, sexy ladies. Yeah. But, but, well, listen, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. okay? All right. Okay. So, um, I guess, uh, listen, we have a ton of voicemails to go through because, you know, we apparently we had a good uh, question of the episode or some shit. I, I don't know what people talk about. I try not to screen the calls. I did screen one call, but yeah. I try not to check out what people say so I can be surprised and not just act surprised. Um, well, and we like that about you, and we thank you for that, Michael. Oh, wow. Thank you very much for well, that. Well, I, I feel like I owe it to the people. <laughs> I know. <Shut> up. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so let, here, the question of the episode. Um, have you ever rented or bought a movie based solely on the cover art? Uh, if so, which one? And what is the best DVD cover art out there? Ooh. So with that in mind, what do you say we start doing some voicemails? Sounds good. Wow, what's going on here? Yeah, come to us. Oh, man. Jim says so, and I say so, and we all love you, and we want oh, to. Oh, man, that's like a Haiti orgy going on there or something. With like, your, um, you want to do what with our what? Yes. <laughs> See, can you hear that? In the background. They're at they're a... Bye. <laughs> wow, I think I think that okay. So so Dude. we we basically have somebody calling in high on Robitussin every yeah. week. Okay, practically Jake, and uh, I think that's our first official drunk call to the voicemail line for the Corpse Cast. It sounded like they were partying hard, at least. You know, I, I can hear them like slitting the chicken's neck. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah, it's like all the drums and stuff. Like oh, dude, because <laughs> yeah. we got we got this voicemail. When we were recording last week, 
Man, that sounded like a way better oh, time. Oh, maybe than that what was we Joanne. Doing. That was Joanne. Oh, that was Joanne sure. was Joanne. going. I'll call you when I'm drunk. <laughs> That's well, a good drunk when she you can, can remember the number to call. Well, I wonder if she put it on some kind of speed dial. Because I'll tell you what, that, I mean, that was she seemed like she, she was, was having like, a great man, time. Three more of these tequilas, and I'm going to call. <laughs> you know, she would, would go to the bathroom. Well, Joanne's a great. Out. She, she's a great young woman. And uh, man, she's if, a fine if I, young if lady. If I would have heard this, if I would have heard this back when uh, we were actually recording, I may have just ditched your ass and gone down there. <laughs> no, no, wow. no, no, no. Well, don't say that too loud. I'm just teasing. Come on. Just teasing. Come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, Darian called in. Oh, you know the what? D. Actually, Darian called in, and uh, I'm a little upset with him. But let's go ahead and listen to what oh, he has to God. say. All right. Hey, you ass wipes. I don't know if you heard me or not the last time, but it's Darian from the Padded Room Podcast. Apparently, I Listen, I just got, got a matter order. Ghost live. I was uh, on stage. Ghost. You yeah. guys kick fucking ass. Uh, Up next is Opeb. Um, uh, I'm going to try and get some more video for you there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to use this opportunity to thank you guys for turning me on to that stuff. Oh, dude, Ghost. Um, I'm going to get back to you ghost and hope I can get you some more footage from the show. Thanks a lot, fellas. Dude, okay, so I don't know if I got these out of order when Oxy called back in, but I kind of hate him right now because... He's at the Ghost he's concert. He's at the Ghost show. Opeth, dude. With Opeth. Okay, my favorite band of all time, tied tied with uh, Typo Negative, okay? We have we have Typo Negative and Opeth, always vying for that number one spot in my right. mind. In fact, I, got, I get calls from Opeth all the time. Hey, are we number one? What do we got to do to be number oh, one? Oh, they call you? No, abs- absolutely. They call you up and say, what are you wearing right now? Absolutely. And then I'm like, okay, you're number one. <laughs> you know, that was... okay. You squirt. Sorry. Oh, sorry nice. about that. But, uh, and then Ghost, probably my favorite uh, new band of the last, uh, well, since the beginning of the oh, year dude. when we did this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he called back. So I might have got these out of order. Sorry. Hey, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Darian, the Battery yeah. Podcast. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear this. Kind of. <laughs> I love that. That's right. It's Ghost. And I am, oh. or I was, oh, front man. stage. Oh, man. Oh, that that uh, is that is a bummer, dude. Dude, I, I I want to see Ghost Live. You know what's funny? Darian was sending those videos off. Yeah, he as was. they happen on our Facebook. Oh, yep, on the Groupscast page. And I'll listen, man. Like, I'll tell oh you what. My God, I miss man. them. I miss Ghost when they came by themselves in uh, Salt Lake City. Yeah. But that's because um, your, what was I doing? Your your marriage vows. No, I I yeah, was I was I in think a, it was your, no, your no 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 I, I remember exactly what it was because Ruben uh or sorry. Sticky Nicks Sticky from Nicks. Die Monster Die called me up. He's like, hey, you going to the ghost show tonight? And I was at a basketball game. I was at a yeah, college basketball game. But and wasn't it the same time as your your uh, yes, it was. anniversary? It was. Remember, the whole, the whole story was I blew it, and I yeah. accidentally bought those tickets, and you know, the whole deal. But I'll tell you what, that doesn't change the fact that I was all bummed out that I missed them. I know. I'm That's sure they'll come by. Basketball is better than ghost. No. Whatever, dude. No. Whatever, Maybe dude. Maybe this was a big game. I remember it was a big game. It was Could a long be. time ago. Hey, Lauren called in. Lauren. Hey, Mike and Shane. Hey. Um, it's like Sunday night, and it, it makes suggestion I should call it tonight because <laughs> there's no time like the present. That's right. I haven't listened to the episode yet, so I'll probably call again. But and she did. I just have to say, Cabin in the Woods was so good. It just got like uh, better and better and better, and I was like. Really, I was like squealing with delight in the oh, theater. Man, I I'm still haven't so seen it. glad I didn't listen to like any spoilers on other podcasts. And it was, I'm not even like a horror comedy 
person so much. Oh, really? I, I love him. Fucking amazing. Anyway, um, I will, maybe I'll call you guys later <laughs> in the week, depending on how, how rough it is. All right, bye. <laughs> you know what's funny is... Uh, when is she going to move, dude? I want to help her move. I don't know, but but you you have already volunteered your services. She'll, so I expect that once she does move, she'll be giving you a call. And I will... I'll get, Brian told me. Uh-huh. I will get you on the plane. Maybe he'll pay for it. Oh, dude. That's even better. That's even better when someone else I can go it. help Lauren move <laughs> and someone else pays for it. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. You know what's funny is uh, Joss Whedon, um, he directed Cabin in the Woods. And I don't know if, I don't know how much we've talked about it, but I'm sure people know that it's been sitting on shelves for three years because of some cop, or I don't know, copyright, but some money bullshit with, uh, um, I, I, I don't know exactly the thing is, but you know what? I just went and saw another Joss Whedon movie today, The Avengers. Oh, dude. And it's funny because he went to, he did, he, he directed Cabin in the Woods, which was a huge, I don't, I, honestly, I guess I don't know how much money it made, but, you know, looking on the reviews of Cabin in the Woods and stuff, it was, you know, it was, it was very well received. And then Avengers, he, he directed that as well. It's like, that guy is going places. Man, what did he that film is? before that? Because so, okay. I heard something on the radio about, him first of all have you ever heard of a little show called buffy the vampire slayer yep that's what it was okay it was he did that buffy. he did serenity and he did uh you know in in the in the tv show right um you know and i'll tell you what man i mean i realized that that maybe i don't know a lot of that there's kind of two camps with buffy where it's like yeah buffy's stupid and i hate joss whedon's writing i tend to like it i i do like it i own all seven seasons on dvd of buffy um, and I, I mean, and I love Serenity and I love, um, the, the, the TV show that went away with that, which is called Firefly. Right. And, uh, I love all that stuff. And just to see him doing really well, you know, it warms the cockles of my heart. Oh, it does. It, it makes cocks. me happy. And cockles. You love them cockles. Cockles. It's different, dude. It's, it's different. I know. You love them though. Uh, speaking of Robotussin, Jake. Hello, Jake the Snake, right here. Nice. I like that he's accepting Um, the Robotussin. I'm calling mainly for the (laughs) question of the episode. Oh, boy. Is this a good one? And, oh, side note, um, I'm uh, not doing the Bluetooth technology. Oh, okay. That was a little rough. Maybe a long time because, yeah, I listened to... My uh, voicemail on the last show was that. You're so um, considerate, young Jake. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get. Mm, I gotta get you gotta to work that on sort of things. thing. But uh, <laughs> squat through. Uh, I'll figure out. <laughs> but uh, old school way. Now, for the question of the episode about video covers. Yes. Uh, hang on tight, boys, because I may be in for a bit of a rant. Here. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. Okay, uh, first part of that question, I think, you know, you asked, uh, what was the best one? And I will say it is definitely Sleepaway Camp. That's a great one, first dude. One. I mean, that... The shoe and the knife? Awesome. I especially if you read that frickin' note on the cover, it's kind of freaky. And, what does it you know, say? Especially when you watch the trailer... <laughs> or you hear the voice, that little kitty voice. I don't like it here at Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not even close, but you get the idea. And, I do. of course, the 
I nice going through the bloody shoe. Oh, yeah, dear yep, God. that's a good that one. Is awesome. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, and oh uh, yeah, I have a shirt of that. It's so cool. I I walk to work wearing that shirt, and <laughs> I get a lot of mean look from you know all the guys. And they're just jelly. Shirt and tie. Where do you buy awesome t-shirts like it's that? Awesome shirt and Sleep away kid. Uh, I don't care bags. if I wear it. We'll expect a check for fifty dollars. Oh, and yeah, you know what? I just always loved going to the video stores as a kid, and you know, I would always sneak off into horror movie sections. Oh yeah, dude, I did that too. Rebelling, you know, because I couldn't possibly rent those at all. And of course, if I really wanted to rebel, I rebel. I could have went to that section. The <laughs> section, I mean. right? The the what back room. Is that? I know it's that little. Uh, <laughs> Everything you yeah, wanted from uh, 1980. I feel sorry for the newer generation. <laughs> I mean, you know, video stores are just disappearing. Yeah, they're dinosaurs, baby. Which is so sad. And yeah, you're, I know some more people are going to say, oh, they can just look at the covers from Netflix. Yeah, no, dumb. No, no, no. Dumb. That's you dummies. That's the thing because. It's not only the front cover. It was, it was always what's on the back of the video case. Did he just too. say he's I a mean, butt man? Oh, dear God. What was on the back was even cooler. Oh, yeah. I mean. Absolutely. I what's on the back? What's on the back? As a kid, I looked on the back of Wasn't the cover for what's on the Nightmare back? on Elm Street what's in the 5, box? What's The in Dream the Child. <laughs> and they had that shot of the movie where uh, that one girl... Who got stuffed to death by Freddy? <laughs> you know oh, she's yeah. hanging out of the fridge, mouth full oh, yeah, of yeah. hell. Dude, Nightmare on Elm Street, all those covers. That was when uh, I was a kid I too, right I there, man. Stuff I ever seen. That I feel like I'm older than Jake. I feel like I'm older than most people. Me as a kid, I I don't know why. I don't know why. It, it just stuck with me for the longest time. Of course, now I can watch that scene and laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, you bastard! Do them like they used to, I tell you. Oh, no, yeah. they don't. Honorable mention for cool video cover. Oh, I think it was Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. Yep. Oh, another five. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Five. Answer for me. Um, five or six, which whichever one had the kid with the toys with the evil eyes behind him. <laughs> Oh my god, that was awesome. Somebody Don't you ever okay, disrespect Steelheart again. I'm sorry, dude. Okay, I, I guess I didn't rent as much as I thought I would. Oh, that was very practical. Yeah. Way to go, uh, Jake. Oh, oh yes. Another thing, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I gotta say, while we're on the subject, there was one movie I'm surprised I never picked up. I mean, from the days when I was being able to rent all these cool horror movies, especially the slasher movies. There was one that I always passed up every trip. And it always intrigued me, but Which I is? never rented it. I, I don't know why. Spit I, it out. That movie is Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, oh yes. dude. That's yeah. what I was you thinking. That yes. Killer standing there in front of all those You look between his legs and you see hot laced up chicks. With mm. his... Yes. Thrill hanging down between his legs. 
very, very symbolic. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see his <laughs> cock hanging, but I'll tell you what. Did you hear the way he just hummed like it? It's like Bill Cosby. a few times now. I own the collection, the trilogy. And you do not say it's because, you know, oh, your mom probably wouldn't let you rent it. She let me rent sorority house what massacre. dude my mom yeah my mom would yeah. let me rent shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit what movies in a slumber party but uh, okay i rant is over bye-bye I, I would call that less of a rant and just more of a more of a coherent just just more of a kind of a a rumble more he of a he was way more coherent than he, he was he probably was. called early in the morning after a robitussin yeah. Uh, yeah. you know yeah. binge it's after the come down <laughs> then he's like man all these ideas popped into my head now that i'm free yeah that's right he's like the devil robo is out yeah. of my system i the can devil. I, I can actually put together a thought so well, he's like i'm going to call him now thanks for calling that was thanks for calling to that that's time jake, especially man. jake uh, Johnny Krug called in a couple times. Hey, Mike and Shane. Yep. Johnny Krug here. Just wanted to call and drop a message on you guys early before I head out to Texas Frightmare Weekend. Mm-hmm. I did want to say that... Singer- I deposit. Let me tell He's you something. He's there now. Yeah, he is there he right now. He sent me a Twitter <laughs> that said T-minus... Ten, I guess he sends everyone the Twitter, right? It's not personal to no, me. No, 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 because he put Shane Diablo, because he, he did the same one to me. Oh, so he didn't give you, so he gave you the same Twitter he gave me? Yeah, well, we're, we're kind of as one, probably because we make the, the, the beast. Because he bad. sent me a here Twitter. It here it is, Mike Cadaver Lab, uh, Shane underscore Diablo, 10 minutes till the Texas Frightmare Weekend doors open, commence. Uh, hashtag, open. hashtag nervous boner. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. There's your hashtag, everyone on Twitter. Nervous, nervous boner. You know, we ought to get that going. We got to get that trending. But anyways, let's, uh, I just want to say, I hope you have a good time. I'm really jealous, uh, because probably the next horror convention I'm going to is not for another year almost. LA! I love LA! <laughs> I, you know, wouldn't that be awesome if, uh, if, I'm uh, thinking it's was that Randy like, Newman who's saying that. Uh, Wouldn't that be awesome if he was actually there, Randy Newman? Uh, <laughs> I love you know what would be awesome about that what? is if he was actually there when you're walking into the convention, singing that song on a piano, going "I love LA <laughs> and I love home movies too." Yeah, that would be awesome, Johnny. We hope you have the best time here. Let's let's rock. Finish, let's finish uh, listening to what he has to say. Crossed right now while you're listening to this. I'm in. I'm the meat in the middle of a Tracy Lord and Daniel Harris sandwich. <laughs> just thinking positive. I'm hoping. I just got a boner. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, just calling to. Uh, I thought he was going there with his the question of the episode. But first, I would like to talk about Polka Dot Cadaver. Oh, okay. Um, I really hope you guys checked out that first album and uh, I did. You know, kind of left that second I one did. behind. The thing is that that second one, and it's really weird too. Out of all the bands and stuff that they've done over the years. I would say that the, that second Polka Dot Cadaver album is the only one with anything, you know, remotely politically driven on it at all. <laughs> and I can definitely see where you're coming from. On because right, uh, I didn't get really that, that kind of so politically charged thing but from the anyway, first album I um, listened to. But. Shane was talking about the chloroform girl song, and he was talking yeah. about if they had done stuff like that, you know, more acoustic stuff. 
Um, and they actually, like I was saying before, they have a band called El Creepo. Yep. And I would say it's 90% acoustic, and the whole album's awesome. Even the songs that aren't acoustic are I amazing, actually but, listen to El um, Creepo, say, yeah, and they are. Of the That's acoustic, more my style. really awesome. But um, anyway, um, definitely check that out. And I think the question, question of the episode, if I remember correctly, was which VHS box art, you know, stood out to me, you know, something that really made me want to rent it as a child and then which was my favorite. Um, I would say there were a few of them because I, I always hit up the video store because, you know, when I was a little kid, there weren't any rules for renting, you know, yeah, no doubt. movies. Plus and every so gas station in the world had videos. And rent, you know, all sorts of just vile stuff that most parents wouldn't let their kids watch. But um, I I would say, you know, all the Slumber Party Massacre VHS yeah, There you go, yeah. Awesome. I love, those always caught my eye. Um, you know, the guy standing there with the drill and the girls, you know, in their, you know, lingerie oh and their between underwear. I always thought that was um, eye-catching, made me rent it. And the the Lamberto Bava Demons movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those always stood out to me. In fact, Demons 2, I rented the hell out of as a kid. But um, also, That's Nightmare on Elm Street puppy. Part 2, you know, the cover, because <laughs> it was different than all the other VHS box art because the rest of them had a lot of the posters and stuff or they had, you know, like, um, just, I guess, promotional stills and stuff from the movie, but Nightmare on Elm Street 2 had this weird picture where it was like fire on one side and Freddy kind of creeping around with his uh, glove, hmm. and it just, it, I don't know, it always freaked me out, but it always, <laughs> always made me run it as a kid. Cool. And, uh, you know, the Phantom of the Opera with Robert England, that was oh, another yeah. one that, that was always a good made one too, me run it just I based on the cover that. because, you know, he had half the mask coming down and Mine the burnt part was like Freddy Krueger, so, you know, <laughs> me being a Krug head, I, uh, automatically rented it just based on the fact that it was Robert England with a burnt face. Right. <laughs> but my number one, the number one, even to this day, the box art that I just love, that always stood out to me, made me Prowler. rent it, made me buy it, um, was Cheerleader Camp. Oh, and the, no, the cheerleader, the cheerleader with, with the skull? Yes. Up and uh, she's got the boobage and stuff. In the background, you see the oh, dude, mascot is the perfect somebody, video and you cover. Know, He's right. He has got this on, on this the background. One. I just love that, I love that art. I, I can't believe I didn't amazing. think of that one. It's, He's it's right. Fun. This and is the baddest kind of ass really one ever. a really good idea of what the movie's about because that's a really fun movie. And, you know, that's which I think you need to sell someone based on, you know, what you're going to deliver. And that's the thing is most yeah. movies have awesome box art, but not much substance. Whereas Cheerleader <laughs> Camp was it's awesome. Like Mike, you, you, you were exactly talking you about were Father's Day. Rented that movie. Bringing back so. that poster. Anyway, sure. uh, sorry to Sweet ramble, art. but no, no, you guys have been doing a you. kick-ass job. I'm really glad you liked Zombie 3 because... Loved it. Like I said before, it's not the same quality as you know stuff like Zombie 2 and Dawn of the Dead, but it is such an awesome it's movie. So yeah, I love it, man. And I think it's got a really cre- creepy atmosphere uh, atmosphere throughout. So, uh, you know, I think besides all the zany... Plus, I learned about the Guinness Book of World Records water too. drinking like, record. You, know, you said they, they sped up the film... I think fucking Taekwondo zombies are scary as shit, man. (laughs) But uh, anyway, keep up the great work, guys, and I will catch you later. He called called right back, so let's just go right into that. Kruger. Hey, guys, Johnny Krug again. I forgot in that last message to mention one last thing. Mm, Titties. (laughs) Anyway, take care, guys. I will talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Mm, I love you. You know, I, 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 I really appreciate you calling back to make sure that we got that. I'm gonna say, I love. Titties? Johnny Krug. Oh, oh, dude. And the KrugerNation.com. Let me, let me tell you something. If Johnny Krug had titties, I think that he would be the greatest thing in the world. He now, is one of the, now he's tied for number one with, with titties. I would say, like, in all the 
turds that we know. Yeah. You know, just we like know a lot of turds in everyday life and everyday world and on internet. Uh huh. Johnny Krug and the D, Darian. Yep. Pretty good looking dudes. Do, do you want to, do you want to know who called up after who? this? The D. Oh, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never, never gonna, gonna get, get it, never gonna, gonna get, get it. it. Hey, kids, it's from the Padded Room Podcast. Uh, your death scene is from Hannibal Rising. He's right. Um, in regards to getting burned Boom. by VHS box cover art. He wins. Dude, I got hosed by Zombie Lake. It had a sweet oh, box cover. That's and, a great uh, box cover. The like movie sucks balls. Out of the lake. Uh, zombie Lake? Sweet. Took it home. That movie's a piece of crap. <laughs> A lot of 70s Bush, yeah. though, if you're into that sort of thing. Email yeah. your address. Um, I wanted to talk about Mike's that. rant about you know, political messaging oh, dear. and music oh, and God. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. That shit sucks. Um, <laughs> it's okay if you agree with the singer or the band or whoever you're listening to, but if you don't, it becomes borderline insulting. The same it does. thing could be yeah, said for us movie podcasters. Um on, on my show, and I think you guys do a pretty good job, too, we, we're very careful not to bash any movies. Right. If we don't like it, we'll say we didn't like it. We'll tell you why we didn't like it. We're not going to insult the director's right. mother or talk about yeah, how the uh, actress was a fat slob or any shit like that. <laughs> because if somebody out there did like it, it's going to be insulting to them, right? I can name a lot of different podcasts that do that. Mm, drives yeah. me crazy. Anyway, fellas, that's it for me. got to have class. Work and I'll talk to you next week. Cool. You gotta have class and style, all right? There's a way to say your movie is kind of poop without and, saying, hey, this thing you're is You're a dipshit piece of Here's what was wrong with it. Here's what's right. right. Here, here's why we didn't like it. But you don't need to like put somebody in their place. Um, also, Darren, I have a special message for you. Oh. Vampires. Vampire. You're picking the team. I am. I'm picking picking vampires. I know you pick Team Werewolf, but I'm picking Team Vampires. The D agrees with you. I know. And and me. Yeah. And who else? I don't know. You're picking vampires. I have always loved vampires. I. This is not a secret. A bitch. This is not. I. You're talking to the guy who read through every Anne Rice novel. Uh, in, in, and the Carmelitas and the what? <laughs> or the Carmillas and the oh, oh no, no, I haven't read that yet, but I, I'm going to. I'm on the going You pick, uh, dude. Look at me right now. I'm looking. You yeah. looked. You you're, you're. Wait a minute, dude. You're okay. picking vampires. 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 For those who don't know, what we're talking okay. about pattern. I want you to pack did a, up. Did a, All did a werewolf versus vampires and get out. <laughs> Shut up. Shut your face, cause you dude, love me, and you're gonna dude, hug me. I, after I do this love sequence. you, but dude, I'm a war. I'm a werewolf. You're dude, a vampire. No offense to you, but you don't have any hair on your body below your neck. You okay? All the more reason That's for you to I'm be saying. a fucking vampire. Let me let me explain. Or for, to be a werewolf. Let me tell you something, okay? I've been a werewolf my whole life. Oh, okay. God. Oh, now- you're going that angle. <laughs> Okay, shut up. You want to you know, live and you know what? I want to be free. Listen, don't. I've been home. I've don't, been. I've don't, been heterosexual don't, all my life. Don't condescend to me because I, uh, because of, you're, of, you're telling me something that I've heard before. What? I've been heterosexual all my life, dude. Sure. So I far, just want to try it. So I just want to try it and see what happens. You've never questioned it. Well, yeah. When you're 12 years old, and you're like, man, why is my weenie getting hard? <laughs> We're just we're just gonna go ahead and go to the next. Uh, I think I think just going to the next uh, voicemail would be cut. would be yeah. Let, let's go ahead. Cut. 
Hey, Mike and Shane. Whoa. It's Aaron. Aaron. First time caller, long time listener oh, from Aaron. the Great White North. The Canada? question of the episode was, Dude. what movies have you rented strictly based on their cover art? I've been watching horror movies since I'm I was like six Aaron. years old. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, dude, yeah. It was a total blind rent. I was maybe nine years old. Oh. I rented the movie just because of the back cover. It's back. got a picture of Freddy Krueger on back. top of Heather Langenkamp's mom. It says, if Nancy <laughs> doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake, wake up, up at, at all. all. I rented the movie just based Ooh. on that tagline alone. All we had was our Rogers video near the end of our street. Obviously, you can yep, see mine was movie crazy buffs. stuff you'd get in your hands on, like mainstream slashers and all that, and the Friday the 13th and whatnot. The first real extreme horror movie I saw was Last House on the Left Oof. when I was about yeah. 11 or 12. Wicked. I didn't 11 even or 12. Look at the That's young. plot on the back of the case. I just rented that movie because it had a movie. chainsaw on the cover. Oh, cool. Uh, the movie Scarecrows I saw when I was real young. I thought that was total kick-ass cover, I've just the gnarly-looking scarecrow Maybe hanging I on the have, front, actually. nothing else, no tagline on the front, no actor's name, just the title. Scarecrows are scary as shit, though. I thought that yeah, was pretty creepy, are. so I ended up looking at the back, and the tagline on the back of the movie said, Trespassers will be violated. <laughs> I rented it just based on that violated. tagline. I actually saw a sign like and, that, and uh, I last but not least, George violated. Romero's Monkey Shines. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> rented that just yeah, based on the cover. It, it's like a stuffed monkey. <laughs> he's got razor-sharp teeth, and he's holding a straight razor. That's a, that's a good one. And I thought one. that'd be the most kick-ass thing ever. I was expecting something Absolutely. cheesy with a stuffed monkey killing people, like one of the Ghoulies movies or the Gremlins or something. Ghoulies. And that that's movie on was my like list. a fucking drama. <laughs> like, what a piece of shit. It was like a friggin' <laughs> uh, soap opera. I didn't expect that, so... There was only a few small times where I actually got burned, where I've got shitty movies just based on cover art. Yeah. Keep up the good work, you uh, handsome sons of bitches, and uh, <laughs> for next seems... week's question. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron. He's first... a first-time caller, long-time listener. Aaron, you get the boner of the week. You just gave us both a boner. You get you get the golden <laughs> butt plug of the week and the sheenus. The, the, the golden sheenus. The golden Sheenus. He gets the golden sheenus. Wait, should you only get a golden sheenus if you're uh, if you're a female? You no. ever seen that video with the sheenus where girls like put the sheenus on and pee out? I don't want to watch any of your filthy goddamn movies. No, dude, Lauren, Lauren sent it to me. Look up sheenus. It's amazing. I don't want to see that, but Aaron, you kick ass. First time in, dude, call back. I love that. I love hearing from new Folks. I love hearing from everybody. Speaking and I of call, everybody. That's F-O-L-K-U-S. Folks. 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 Uh, speaking of uh, people who've called in before, we have Brian, the tow truck driver. Oh, God. Hey, guys. <laughs> Brian. Dude. Did I call in? Give you my comments, my thoughts, and feelings on this past show. Sweet action. Shane, I'm really sorry to hear about your car. Start with. He's helping I'm you so out, though, bro. Yeah. Don't worry Did I just say, bro, I'm, I'm an asshole. He's on it, bro. Find you some new wheels. Yeah, um, and he's already on really, it. I he wanted is. to call and, and tell you guys about this really fucked up movie I saw the other night. Okay. Called The Lazarus Papers. I've never seen and, it. Uh, nope. it's, the I first thing know. I thought we were looking at is on that uh, that one table outfit that you know they have the on demand. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at the, the description, and it's got Danny Trejo in it. We thought, oh, but I love Danny old, Trejo. You know, maybe something really badass. Machete Trejo, place, you white trash. Not quite what we expected. <laughs> so 
you know, I get into this movie, it's really fucking weird, it's really twisted, it takes place in Southeast Asia. That's some scary shit. Danny Trejo's there, and it's... He's not like, Asian. All the Asians have these little, like, very slight Asian accents, but then... <laughs> slight? You got Danny Asian. Trejo and his top-quality acting. Was that uh, was sarcastic? Really weird. Like, there were so many fucking times I was like, let's change this shit. <laughs> but then you get sucked back into it. Really, I don't know. You got to see it. It's the weed, the Lazarus dude. Lazarus Papers, good fucking movie. It's Not the good marijuana movie, cigarettes. Good fucking waste of time. I you guess. just said marijuana cigarettes like and, an old um, person does. Uh, you smoking those marijuana cigarettes? The Gossett, what they like? I think you might have been talking. I love about Lewis Gossett Jr. Officer and a gentleman. Yeah, ah, that's the movie. That's it. That's it. You're right. Who was it? It was. I want to say Mission Impossible guy. Yeah, I'm pretty out of it right now. The re- Justin the Cruz, anyway, Tom, uh, Cruise. Tom Cruise, Justin Cruz. Yeah, uh, the question I mean, the episode, fights. a movie I've <laughs> rented based solely on the cover, uh, Gator Bait. Oh yeah, I'm dude. Living in Texas in a that... little shitty sandwich shop slash video store. I'm thinking Gator and with a uh... movie on the shelf. And the, I'm gonna oh, pause he, it for a second. I paused he, it. He's, he's I paused it. He brought, he brought up something that was that's really near and dear to my heart. For those of you who are young, you don't remember the VHS revolution where I don't, I don't know what the deal was, but it seemed like everybody and their freaking mother, if they had a business, they had movies to rent from there. Yeah. I used to walk to my local, uh, it was called VIP Express there in Farmington, Utah, which was, uh, you know, now it turned into a Chevron, but before it was a family owned type deal uh-huh. and they had all sorts of shitty ass, like, skanky videos like well yeah just like we you know they had a big bin of cassette tapes no no no, no. what too. it was is all they had so you could dig in there and <laughs> no listen all they had was tape. you could go to their wall and all they had is laminated covers of it you know so oh, so you yeah. picked up the laminate you took it up front and they went and got it for you yeah now i i actually got a job there you know what i did at that job i was probably in oh. eighth grade or something i scrubbed potatoes mm. <laughs> And, and that's not a double entendre as much as that I realizing now how much of an awesome double entendre that is. But I scrub potatoes for their potato logs and I emptied their garbage cans and I yeah. cleaned their shitty gas station bathrooms. But you know what they let me do? They let me take a movie home every night. Wow. And and they just said, oh, go grab a movie. So I went and grabbed a movie. And that's kind of where all my horror kind of started because they wouldn't care. They'd be just like, oh, go grab a movie. And the thing is, is I mean, I take, I had to work the next day. So I just bring it in anyway. I mean, were it was they smoking the marijuana cigarettes. And of course they else? were smoking the marijuana. Hey, cigarettes. go clean the toilet and take a movie home, you idiot. Well, it's funny because you're saying that. I mean, I would probably work from after school, eh, you know, four o'clock to about, you know, seven o'clock. You know, I, I don't that's know. Not there's bad. child labor laws or whatever but you know at the end I, w- I would take a movie and the son who would run it at that time because the the owners and his wife would would vamoose long before right. that so i just take home whatever life. i wanted and that's kind of where i would uh, that's kind of where i fell in love with horror movies but i'll tell you what brian's talking about a sandwich shop that that rented horror movies now yeah. Again, I mean, I was it Jake who who feels sorry for the young kids of today, or whatever. And he's young too. He he, yeah, oh yeah, he's. I mean, I'm an old bitch compared to that guy. You can tell he's. I can still hear the. Well, I've seen his picture, and he's like, he's like. I I bet you he'd still stick it in a tree trunk. Uh, No offense, Jake, because I mean, who hasn't stuck it in a tree trunk before? But 
I, I totally that. agree with him because those were the days where I had to wake up at midnight, watch a movie, and if I heard any shit going on upstairs, yeah. I turned it off and ran to bed. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. There was a little bit extra, man, I love this shit because of the risk I was having to take. But anyways. Right. Uh, but so okay. that movie, Gator Prize. Gator Bait. Gator Bait. Yes. Dude. So you never saw that movie? I, I can't remember if I saw that movie or not. Or you just fl- you like his call. You were just flashing back. I was dude. flashing back to VIP oh, Express. Man. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, that's sweet. Here, let, let, let's let's finish uh, hearing what Brian. I thought you say. had something about Gator. No, babe, I but, all right. I know. Here he goes. That's hot like, though. This little hot girl in like Daisy Dukes and and the little tiny top and shit, and you just see her from the back. And this huge fucking gator, and she's being fed to the gator by swamp folk. <laughs> and yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Uh, and actually, pretty good cover art, too. Um, Not necessarily. You know, you're talking about uh, Child's exclusive. Play and, and those movies. I love them. Right. Uh, they're great movies. They are. And love especially them. Seed of Chucky. Like, I pretty much gave up at, at Child's Play three and a half. Fucking much more exactly. Play that's shit what out. Right. But then, I don't need to um, see that. It's a draw. Showed, you know, introduced me to uh, a seat of Chucky, and man, <laughs> it's, it, it's not what you would expect. It is absolutely it's good, fucking dude. hilarious. It's good. It's hilarious. One I loved it. I love those to movies. Get together, though. you know, a couple boxes of beer, Box. and just sit and watch it because you'll love it. It's it's fucking man. hilarious. You're bringing a couple boxes of beer. Anything's um, funny. You're going to try and get anal sex on me or something. I can't even let you stay at my apartment. I wish I had known I would have given him a good home. And he could sit right up on my shelf between Leatherface and and, uh, and Jason. (laughs) And uh, just chill out there. Um, Take a chill. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much, you know, what I got to say for the week. Um, oh, Mike, the band, the junior high fucked up fucking junior high band. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same band. And oh, we you nearly did. started the damn right. I tipped the fucking speaker cabinet over oh, because man. I paid $5 to see that horrible. Exactly. Show. I was pissed. And then got preached and you guys are about the same age, too. Is that right? They were making the rounds. Out. How funny. And, and pretty much, uh, that ended up being the end of our school year. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm, I'll bet it was the same fucking dude. band. Oh, dude, it was bad news. Had to be the same another reason for you guys uh, to the, hug real tight. As if we needed Sounds another like reason. Quality family film. <laughs> Gonna have to see it. I've got a pretty good collection of really bad zombie movies anyway. That, that's one of them. I'm going to have to track awesome, it down and buy it. Um, Judd, you guys fill me in and get me like so amped on so much <laughs> cool shit. I love listening to the show. That's what we're here for, man. And, I appreciate uh, it. And you were saying so you said something to the effect of, you know, doing a, a live show at that uh, at the Birds. July thirteenth thing. Live That's studio audience, great. July thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth. You're feeding me free liquor. <laughs> you remember what that what happens when you feed free me booze. free liquor, sex, shame, or even free beer, sex. Drink lots of. Do not wear Daisy yeah, Dukes. <laughs> Anyway, or do guys, great show. Good night. Come in some op shorts and, uh, or something. Can't wait for, for the next sakes. episode. Op shorts with what, like a TNC surf uh, t-shirt? Hell yeah, or a salt and pepper, <laughs> salt and pepper. Okay, Alan called. Mike Shane, how's it going? This Yelp. is Alan. I love uh, Alan. Me too. Question of the episode: 
He gets down Have to I business. Have ever gotten a movie based solely on the cover? Yeah. Uh, when I was a little kid, uh, the video store where my grandmother lived always had Frankenstein's Castle of Freaks. I don't know. I've and, seen that. Uh, I didn't know what it was at the time. I was like five. And the cover was just awesome. There's these two monsters fighting. And then uh, when I got old enough to rent it, I wasn't there anymore. And I remembered that cover and used the on- online to track it down and stuff and ended up buying it. Nice. Uh, for- unfortunately, the coolest thing about that movie was the old cover. But anyway, uh, funny <laughs> oh. story about the cover stuff. I was about 10 or 11 and uh, went to stay with my grandmother for a week. Well, before I got down there, she went and rented me several movies and she ended up getting me faces of death what? one through four wow we really pay attention to what they were grandma she just saw hell. the uh skeleton on the cover and she knew i liked horror and which are badass by the way skeletons and decided to get those for me grandma by anyway, uh, skeleton. maybe 15 minutes of them before she realized what she got me and got <laughs> pretty pissed off but it's still funny my sweet little 70-something-year-old oh, grandmother getting me facing That's awesome, dude. 11. Anyway, have a good one. Bye-bye. I'd be curious to know what Alan was thinking at that age. I bet you he had hadn't a... seen him before. Oh, dude, I'll tell you what. Grandma rents him for him. Go, well, you like, oh, there's a skull on the front. Dude, You're going to like Did that. you watch those when you were young? I probably didn't see those until I was 12 or something. I, was, I watched them when I was like 18. Someone goes, hey, you ever see those dude, faces of death? I called a lot of that shit. I was like, that's fake. Dude, there was one. The magician. Though. The magician with the remember. weight and the candle and the it's burning the rope. We I like slowed it down on the VC <laughs> even on the VCR. We slowed it down uh-huh. and you can see the dummy's head pop out. I was like, whatever. <laughs> you were you were a much more cynical child than me. We were way more whatever before whatever. Because you were was. you were you're just that cool, dude. Whatevs. Did I you mean, say- they had a couple of things. I didn't like the anything with animals in those faces of death. I was like, I saw one where I'm like a Japanese guy like like skinned a cat in like one quick second. It scarred me for life, dude. Dude, the, there's one of them where it's like a Korean family that have like a whole litter of puppies. Yeah, and I was like, what? No, I'm going to the not bathroom. The I don't want to say. They're I too do sweet. not. I still haven't watched. Dude, I haven't even watched uh, centipedes. Human centipedes? I will not. Human, you know it's funny. I haven't seen two girls in a cup. Don't watch. I haven't it. seen human centipedes. Watch those; they're great. No, they're great. They're hilarious, dude. They're I funny. maybe I will one night, but they're I funny, just dude. can't bring myself funny, to that funny, filth funny and stuff. Fart and oh, fart and filth. Come on, give me a break. All right, uh, you know who called back in? Lauren. Hi, Mike and Shane. This is there the. Uh, you go. This is a creepy kitsch, uh, oh, first the? inaugural bitch of the episode. She did. She's the first creepy kitsch bitch first. of the episode. Okay. Nice. Kitsch bitch. Um, I was calling in about your episode. I finally got to listen to it all the way through. Oh, um, first, I want to talk to Shane in private, Mike. If oh. you could oh, move over okay. Shane, come here. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shane. Okay. Ricordi che ti ho detto che volevo un braccio. E poi... That means... Che hai cominciato a facendo la sega. E mi ho sentito proprio sparcata. Oh. Ok? Oh e quindi non mai, mai più parlare con me così. Ok? Almeno in pubblico. Ok? In pubblico. I heard pubic bone twice. Siamo d'accordo? Ok. <laughs> ok, hey Mike, you can come back. Ok, I'm back. Um, I'm back. You gotta Google Translate that shit. Things he said on Facebook that were. She's got uh, the yeah, drum beat going again. Um, 
anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, that episode, oh, the episode yeah, she's was got delightful. that beat thing going um, again, but she, the first time she and, called in, uh, it's fine. Um, movie that grew on me, fuck, I can't even think of one, I, I was going to think about that one, but I called you in before I did, um, yeah, as far as a movie that I bought or rented based only on the cover art, or that I think is the best cover art, um, I'm just going to go for best, or my favorite, um, okay. my favorites are the Gene Roland, um, like his, oh yeah, you know, like All of Jean Roulin's uh, lesbian vampire films. Oh, with yeah. The, um, oh, yeah. You know, like. I never saw those in VHS stores, but they got a rape of the vampire. So and, hot. Uh, whatever the fuck they're all called. Mike, Mike you'll know these. Um, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm getting all confused with uh, all the zombies and the, the vampires. But anyway, <laughs> Jim Roland doing Mike's favorite lesbian vampire movies. I do. I love those. Call me crazy. Um, anyway, uh, I'm just really, I'm really excited and giddy that I'm the creepy kitsch bitch of the month. That's an honor. Kitsch bitch. Um, That's an and, honor. And uh, I'm glad I am, though. I'm glad Sin I'm my back. Cause, uh, yeah, I was a little nervous with the, I'm not sure what, what Brian said in his uh, voicemail, because it was a little mumbling. It was something about, like, me, um, giddy hot feeling. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I just want to make sure the girls girls got my back when we go out to L.A. Sure. Um, L.A. So, because uh, I'm only going to have one scooter out there. Good time. Okay. Oh so I don't know God. if you and Brian, uh, Shane, you and Brian are going to fight over me before <laughs> then or when you go out there. But uh, <laughs> Brian, our, our producer, um, Brian? No. Jason Sins are going to have my back. <laughs> tow truck, um, Brian? Oh, tow truck. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep now. I'm just. I'm so excited. It's been such an exciting week. A cabin in the woods. It was so good. I was so excited about that. And, just and then you guys had an excellent episode. I was just... Wow. I Thank loved you. it. And that movie is so awesome. I haven't actually seen... Oh, it's Zombie awesome. 3, but I'm it's like awesome. amped to go, to go watch it. Anyway, talk to you later. Well, All right, well, hey, I've got a little message. I need, uh, Mike, I need you to turn your head okay. for a second, because okay. I've got a special message. I'm off. I'm out. For uh, Lauren. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm, I, I forgot. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Mike. Sorry. Turn your head. Sorry. And close your eyes. Spaghetti. and the And the mozzarella. And the dingy and the dingy and the dong dong. You know what? Hey, hey, Lauren. I, the okay, I'm back. Cheese, I heard the what hot you're cheese squeezing. Why, why don't you the, type the that up? Mozzarella roll. T- type that up. Send it over to Shane. The hot so Shane squeezy, cheesy, that. squirting out the mozzarella roll. Wow, that's oh, uh, wow, oh, that's dirty. No. That's dirty, sir. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I digress. I, I'm going back into yeah, it. yeah. Lauren, type that up. So, so I don't know uh, Italian, but I would love to know what the hell she said. But I'm sure it's something I know a like, little German. You He's will never there. amount to anything against Mike, so don't ever try. Oh wow, it's got to be something deep no, like that. No, so it's like, that hurts my feelings. Scalabagizzi, scalabagizzi, mozzarella, Antonio Scalera, squatting out squeezy holy. Gracie's poppy called in a couple times. Oh, the GP. Hey, Mike, Shane, Ooh, yeah. how's it going? What's up? Um, before I get started, 
uh, that video you put out, that project you got going. Oh, yeah. I got to say, Shane, that was the most beautiful shit-eating grin <laughs> I've ever seen. It's awesome. Just yeah. beautiful. And uh, My mama like, gave that to me. That was a good job you did putting it, putting it together. Hey, I got to tell you that. Awesome. Um, I don't like to don't know what the project is, but I would like to see what uh, you make of it, and I'm sure you'll do well. I mean, it was Thanks, man. Do your job. I liked it. Man, that makes me feel um, happy. It's a I good see, squirt. Didn't smile. call last week because I was uh, I was on the DL. I was out of commission. <laughs> uh, you know, on the had down. a running through the house, and uh, I'm sure Mike knows that if you have a house full of kids with the stomach virus, it's kind of like uh, oh, dude. You know you're going to get whacked. You oh. just don't know when. Everything yeah. oh. I had uh, my first two kids come down with it, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's coming. I know it's coming. And a couple of days later, it came. Yeah, I got hit with it. Uh, yep. my other kid. Oh, yeah. It. And uh, just as soon as I was uh, recovering off of that, I get me a kidney stone. Oh. oh. I'm like, I can sympathize with this. Oh, one. dude. And usually I could wait it out. No. Uh, you know, be uncomfortable for a while and oh. it'll go away. All your past. I've been there, brother. I don't know. And that it, it was it ended up being such a tiny little freaking little thing, and it pissed me off because it made me cry like a little baby. <laughs> and, uh, I've been there, man. But this one wasn't going away. It started like one o'clock oh, in the morning, and it, <laughs> by the time twelve o'clock came around, my wife was yelling at me to go to the hospital. Oh like, my gosh! Go kidney stones are the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. Dude, I can't even imagine. I finally ended up going to the hot to the. I have good kidneys. Gave me some happy medicine. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Morphine. Eventually, uh, I get it passed. <laughs> and the other good thing is I did, I did get a prescription for uh, some uh, Percocet. Woo! Yeah, party. He's going to sell that on the street, do his hookers. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Polka Dot Cadaver. I tried them out, um, and I kind of liked them. Uh, I was digging it, and I was uh, you know, lying down, taking a nap, and I had it uh, on a repeat so I could listen to it over and over and over and over and over and the more I listened to it, uh, the less I liked it. I'm, I'm with it you. It started grading on me for some reason. I don't, I don't understand. That's it exactly just, what happened. It was okay, and then not so much. Yeah. I, I, so, GP's uh, got a good handle on that because and, um, I was kind of the same way. Another thing I wanted to, to put my 15 cents worth in is Mike's little diatribe he had going on. I know. Yeah. Listen to music that has a different uh, viewpoints, either politically or religiously. I got to pause it right now. Diatribe's a great I got, band. I got to pause it. I'd never heard. You ever heard Diatribe Planet? No, from the eighties. No. Oh, they were hot. Let, let me tell you something too. Um, I I mean I don't know what what GP's about to say, but I'm a, I mean I'm a total hypocrite because I was telling you that uh, today I listened to Operation Mindcrime. Yeah, like that you love. I love it, and that's full of political nonsense, and it's just, I can't help but love it. But anyways, I I, I just want to say, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because... Can we just say this new. now? What? After this all cleanses, through yeah. this episode, can we just well not... Yeah, yeah, yes. There, there, we do have a voicemail. I usually don't preview him, but I did preview one voicemail today. Right. And uh, he brings up a lot of good things, and that's Chris, and he and I got him last because I want to talk about it. But right. after this, let's just set a moratorium on any political talk. Yeah, but, but let, because let, it's it's yeah. But let's 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 hear what GP All has right. to say. GP, then you do. Um, and Mike knows I'm I'm kind of aligned on his side on on the views. He's the man, uh, both political and religious. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 
<laughs> talk about. You gotta about? put that stuff aside a bit. It's it, the music is if you if you can dig the music, that th- that's all there is to. I mean, you can ignore some of the uh, the words. You know, you, you let people believe on what they want to believe. Um, it's not about example, that, but I'll talk about that. One later. of my favorite albums right. would be uh, Operation Mindcrime. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Track, which is very yep. anti-government uh, establishment, religious, all the other crap, and. You know, I'll swipe to uh, some uh, people that you know I kind of admired, um, but you know it's you just got to put that stuff aside. And I remember having a conversation uh, a while back with uh, Shane about something similar about uh, people with different viewpoints. You just got to you know let it go. It's I'm you, so angry though. Shit to, to piss people <laughs> off or say something. You just got to have you know right have a little fun with it. Don't drive yourself crazy. Just you got to be able to laugh at yourself and, more importantly, laugh at other people. <laughs> well, um, yeah. But, you know, it's... You just can't... If if, if I can only listen to uh, or read books or, or watch movies of people of my similar viewpoints as me, exactly. that's going to be a very freaking short list of people I can... Uh, <laughs> Boring. You know, read or listen or, or watch movies from. You know, it you just... Just people are dumb. Just teasing. Just teasing. But who do you... Punches are. Um, what is interesting what to, to you, though? Just, uh... Agreed. You know, music's good, you love it, you love it. Yeah. Screw whatever, you know, whatever the lyrics are. It's funny, he brings you, up Operation Mike. I know you were talking about My God, let's start a war. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll do it. You know? <laughs> it, it just rolls off my back. Um, I don't really have much to say about Zombie 3, is it? Well, I, 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 I always he's confused. about to get cut off. He got cut up. Oh, but, you so, did a great job, though. That first go, agreed. But but he called back. Oh, so good. here, so here he goes. He's not angry though. Wow, five oh. minutes goes by really freaking quick. Okay, at <laughs> least he's not angry. I uh, just one last thing I wanted to say. Um, so what's going on with the uh, Killer Clowns corpse cat? Uh, I'll have to oh, talk tracks. about that huh? after this this uh, um, voicemail. Oh. No, you said you could do it. And I said you can't. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I could. And I said, no, you can't. Do you want to do it? And so I went <laughs> all a little bit of faith. It's thing. It's when you're do pointing it. at each other. Now Bang. you got this other super secret project going yes. on. Yes. I told you you should have gotten Ferguson. I told you you should have no, gotten Ferguson. No, no, Ferguson's down. Ferguson's went down her knees and performed oral loving on Ferguson to get him Ew. to do it. No, you want to listen He's to got. Me. Have you seen Ferguson's so, dick? It's huge. It's limbo now. I haven't seen it, but I want to see it now. Okay, so so here's the deal. He's right that that basically the reason that co- that the 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 cadet or the corpse tracks has been pushed back is because our super secret project. However, right. Shane and I actually just got off a call uh-huh. with yes. some folks about the super secret project, and it is 100% a go, a go. It's and like 10-4, over and out. Yes. And, and you know what? And the thing is, is I'm totally stoked about it. In fact, um, Shane was just telling me right before the last break we took about how he's like, is tonight a little bit cooler because we got all this shit going on? I'm yeah. Like, yes, it, sir, it is. But, but here's the thing. The project which we are working on will not go live, quote unquote live, right. until the middle of July. So here's the thing. We're going to be working on it till then. We want to keep it on the down low. However, once it happens, we are going to pimp a little shit out of it. Yes. And, and we're going to expect everyone that loves us and cares about us 
to pimp it as well. But it's a very, very, very cool thing. And I'll be honest with you. I shared the sentiment with you, Shane, that this is something that's so good and so awesome that it warms the cockles of my heart again. I know. That's a and double it, warm cockle heart this and like episode. And we both discussed, too, was yep. the whole, you know, on on the phone yes. having the the meeting yes the the conference the call family the family the family is involved and all the awesome people that i have oh, managed to know and meet and love uh, you know gp and lauren and everybody crease and just everybody 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 you're all part of the family welcome in you know to 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 be part of that and really all all i here's the thing i I, I don't know if I'm a superstitious dude or what, but I don't want to jinx it. And that's it. I exactly. don't want to jinx it. So what we're going to do is we're going to be working hard until the middle of July. We're going to, we're going to have everything ready. And once it hits, we're going to let everybody know. And uh, you're all going to get nervous boners. Okay. So what about killer clowns? So killer clowns, here's the thing. I, I'm going to go ahead and have to say that killer clowns probably will not even happen until mid July. Yeah. But once we're done with this, and once we've got the first batch of whatever we're doing and Whatever out there, we're doing. Okay, and once we're done with that, Killer Clowns will become a priority. I would and even, I, go, listen, I would I even pre- go as far as okay. to say, after the first batch of whatever it is that we're up to <laughs> okay. is finished and off, yes, we can focus Absolutely. on that. We haven't even recorded ours yet. I know. And so, that, and so that's I know. A, but but here's the thing, people. I I I really appreciate everybody who's recorded them themselves for the their, their killer clowns commentary. But dude, this is going to be so worth it. I think. I think it's going to be I awesome. Too. And not only just because we're involved, but because of the project that's going on, transcends the corpse cast. It it it's bigger than the corpse cast. It it's something that if you I don't love know if horror, it's bigger than what we do here. It, it's bigger. I, I assure naked. you. I, well, if Gothic tea party, dude. We're having one. <laughs> I'm wearing my all black bridesmaid dress right and I'm gonna now. Put, I'm gonna, I, my pinky, I've been practicing my pinky, so it's up when I'm drinking oh, my tea. But, up. people, it's going to be great. In, in the middle of July, we will let everybody know what's going on, and we invite you to participate. Yes. But that's all I want to say, because yes. I don't want to jinx it, jinx it, because I am very superstitious. I know. But let's go there. Uh, the Wolfman called in. Oh, the Wolfman. Hey, Do hey, not Mike cut him off. Shane, Pause him for a minute. The Wolfman calling in a little bit under the wire. Pause him. All right, all right. Do not... <laughs> Other than this pause, do not, I swear to God, Mike, look at me. Okay, I'm looking at you. Do not pause him again. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're Let not, we're, the man talk. We're not pausing you the rest of the time, For Wolfman. God's Here sakes. you go. But at least before you're recording normally. Yep, we got you, baby. Uh, Shane uh, was talking about what his mechanic told him about the uh, wheel falling off as he hit the freeway. Right. <laughs> At least his mechanic told him. So the uh, dealership where I picked up my car oh, from, we no. went in there to get the tires rotated and stuff because they'd given us some coupons to get it done cheaper than we could normally. Coupons. Oh, no. And they apparently uh, didn't bother to uh, decide to tell us that um, they decided to kill us at some point because oh. when they put the tires back on... On one of them, they only bothered tightening one of the lug nuts. Holy oh, shit. That's dangerous so I shit. I had the joyous experience one day of finding out that if I'd taken my car out 
to go to work and come back. Wait, you have a job? The next day, um, it probably would have sheared the bolt off and the entire wheel would have just come off on the iRoad. That's scary, dude. Instead, (laughs) fortunately, we decided to take it in and find out what the heck that little shimmy was because I just thought it was road surface at first and... But when it kept on happening, it was a little uh, disconcerting. So, thankfully, we were able to get it fixed up before that happened, or the Wolfman wouldn't be talking to you right now, probably. We're glad you are there, brother. I haven't sent your shit out yet, by the Uh, way. As for happier notes, I thought I'd chime in a bit on the question of the episode, and on Mike's talk about politics and music. Oh, shit. As for the question of the episode, what movie did you pick out just because of the box art? For me, actually, I don't usually pick them out just for that. It might have gotten me to look at the back of the movie, which would have decided whether or not I picked it up. Uh, Reading the summary, uh, the one that did that the most would have been, (laughs) I believe it was called Abraxas, and it was an ancient, obscure film. And, of course, there's the ones where just the title draws you in, and those can be fun ones, especially when you know after watching it that they just had a good title and nothing else to work off of. Uh, My favorite for this example is Werewolf in the Girls' Dormitory, which you can usually find on... Which is Michael Landon. Michael Landon. Um, Little House on the Prairie guy. As for politics and music... Oh, shit. I think I the big up. difference that you have between the politics and the religion that come up, a group like uh, Ghost, they may be doing songs all about Satan and Satan worship, but... Which is awesome. Like you said, they're not criticizing anybody. They're just basically... Spreading the gospel. This is all about Satan, and if you don't like it, then what you doing here? Right. Why right. are you listening to us? Right, that's a good point. If that's you a great do point. like it, rock out. On the other hand, a group like Polka Dot Cadaver, well, to judge by what we had in the list there, they're not only criticizing other people, they're not even bothering to make a good song out of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least when Endgame comes out and Dave Mustang oh, is singing about the... Uh, I gotta pause it. I gotta pause it. Okay, I pause it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Endgame, Endgame by by Megadeth. Right. I, one of the greatest albums of the last I know, five years. I love If Megadeth. there's anything I know about you, okay. you love your Megadeth. I love Megadeth. You love your Diet Dr. Pepper. I love what? And Wait, you, you love Opeth. And, and you love Opeth. Oh, I do. I do. Here, here's my, here's my, uh, here's, here's my top five bands right now in okay. your face, okay? All right. It, Tied, right, tied for number one, typo oh. negative and Opeth, okay? Right. Uh, number three, Alice in Chains. So you're cutting one and two because it's a tie either it's so, or. It just depends or. on them. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. Keep going. Um, Alice in Chains, number three. Yeah. Uh, number four, Megadeth. Yeah. And number five, can you guess? Uh, Faith No More, brother. Yeah. Oh, I love them. You that's, know, not a, that's not a good role. That, that's not a bad role. Oh, dude, that's a good sushi roll of rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. But anyway, uh, sorry, sorry, I had to pause you, Wolfman. I know that you're. That's two. Yeah, that's, that's two. it. That's two. That's two. But but uh, here you go. Camps and everything else. 
at least he has the decency to make the song a good one and one that you oh, want to listen to. Yes. These In guys game. just keep chanting over and over that religious people want to start wars. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations, you have discovered what many people studying the Crusades have for <laughs> decades. Yeah. And why are you bothering to tell us this this way? Because I'm not liking it. Yeah. It's it's and all about that's where the, the problem will tend to show up. The food. When they <laughs> I mean I like a lot of songs that are political, I'll admit it. But the ones that I like are the ones that are decent about it. I mean Revolution Roulette from Poets of the Fall. Great song. Never heard it. And great message to it. One that more people need to figure out. Uh, Let It Be, I think it was, by... The Beatles? Oh, Lord, can't remember who it was. Oh, For What It's Worth, that was the song, not Let It Be. Oh, okay. Ah, I got that one mixed up for a moment. Let It Be. That's a good song, and it's one that spoke a lot about the race riots that were happening back in the 50s and 60s. John Lennon with Imagine... Nice song, but I'm sorry, Johnny. Your lyrics needed work in that one. <laughs> he married Ogre um, Ono. Oh, no. Anyways, you... I should probably hang up before this thing starts to time out on me. Looking forward to the next show, and I will talk to you later. Shane, Shane you always bring a smile to my face, man. No, but <laughs> he's right. I mean, dude, do, okay. You don't your, even your number, know your number. Your number five band was Faith yeah. No More. Yes. The way he writes his lyrics. Okay, sir. Would you ever know in a million years what he's talking about? You could say, I mean, on some of those songs, though. Yes, I would. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying because he writes it in such a way. He writes it in. You can interpret it. How you understand what he's saying, but you don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. When you're just going, oh, I hate the news and I hate that guy and I haven't got, you know. It's a waste of... I hear that Be Aggressive's about giving blowjobs. That's hot. Because that it's about hot. cheerleaders. I, I love B. Well, I love cheerleaders, aggressive. and I B- love blowjobs. aggressive. I love when B- cheerleaders B- give blowjobs. B-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. And the way they lay it out, it's like cheerleaders giving blowjobs. I hear that, baby. Damn. I hear it. That's hot. We got one more voicemail, and this is the one that I've previewed, and I actually on purpose saved this for last. Okay. Because I'm going to have to pause it halfway through, and I'm going to talk about a couple things. Okay. But here is our buddy Chris from Porcupine. That's the Morrissey of Utah, everybody. Oh, you know what, you guys? Not only is he one of the handsomest man men I've ever met, but he's got a shit awesome goatee. He's got a hot. Does he still beard have that? I haven't seen him in a while. And a beautiful voice. Does he? Does he have a? Does he still have that goatee? Dude, it's all braided. It's all. Oh, you're good kidding me! Shit, oh. I'm serious, dude. It looks. Chris, good. Oh, I want your body. Here it is. Here he is. Mike and Shane. It's it's Mr. Jesus and Slaves. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> How you doing, you sexy motherfuckers? I'm good. Oh, Mike, you opened up a can of worms. I know I did. Didn't you? I know your, I did. Uh, politics and religion and music. I bet I'm not the only one to uh, have something to say about that. But I do have to say that to me, politics and religion, virtually indistinguishable. Democrat, Republican, Catholic, Baptist, Mormon, transvestite, pretty much all the same. <laughs> what? Transvestite? But, Politics and art go together like peanut butter and jelly. They go together like... No, I paused that. I paused it right there because... Peanut butter and jelly. Because he... 
I totally, I hear him. Okay. I just wanted to say that. Okay. Here, he, here he goes. He gets into some profound stuff. Here, okay. So, okay. Okay. Here uh, he goes. That's what he does. Horse and carriage. So that's the beauty of it. If you like the music or the politics or the lyrics just suck, don't listen to it. Yep. There's a couple times you said, I don't need you to tell me what to think. And I totally agree. That's absolutely true. So hit skip button or change the CD. But I don't think most bands are trying to tell you what to think. Music's art. People express themselves through their art, their feelings and religious and political views. So I don't think you can fault a band for being political as to why it's okay to sing about loving Satan, but not... Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. Okay. I'm going to pause it right there. And and him saying that makes me makes me wonder if... I, I guess, and I was telling you about this earlier, is, right. is hopefully I was, I, I hopefully I expressed myself in the right way because I totally agree with that. If you have something to say in your music, do it. If you have something to say in your art, right. do it political, religious, otherwise. That is your thing. This if is you, your art. So what you're saying is, yes. if, if you have a white canvas. Yes. Let's say I have a white canvas. Yeah, okay. And I dip my ding dong in red paint. <laughs> yes. And I just like thrust up and down on the white canvas. Uh huh. And it slaps around. Sure. And I say, this means the devil is real. Right, 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 right. Cause your ding dong was there. The devil is real with your ding dong. But where is the art? No, no, is okay, it in well, the fact that you watch me dip my ding dong or, in the red paint and slap it? I hope I or is it on the canvas? That's my question to you, sir. I don't, I don't know. It, I think it could be interpreted. However, I just want to make sure everybody's clear. I'm not saying don't express yourself the way you want to do. You wanted to do say not, dip your ding dong. No, don't, I, no, dip I your ding dong however you want to do it. That yeah. is fine. The only thing I'm saying in which is Chris, Called up and he nailed and he hit the nail right on the head. Right. Is it you can do? I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying I won't. If if there's something that bugs me about it, I'm just not going to listen. And that's it. Won't partake. I'm not. In effect, Chris, this this voicemail led me to the um the question of the episode, the new question of the episode. So Chris is actually doing us a huge. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you say the question of the episode, it's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. Because I want to get the hell away from this. No, we are, and we are, and we are. Because and like we said, after this voicemail, there's a moratorium on political. Okay. Uh, in politics and on religion, stuff like there's all that stuff that we're there, we're not talking about anymore. Okay. But this really, but that got me thinking about absolutely he's right. He is absolutely right. People, artists can do what they want. I just can choose whether or not to. I'm not going to sit there and, and censor choose. you. I'm not going to, I don't, I do not believe that people should be censored at all. And, and is that political? Maybe. I don't, I personally do not believe it, but however, the I do believe that I mean obviously that if if I don't agree with what you're saying or I don't like what you're doing right. I'm not going to participate and that's the that that's the length of it that's it but that, I'm not saying don't that do just it. sounds uh, that sounds normal hey I'm not <laughs> going to pick this chicken roll or right. this this thing if I like that absolutely I'm not going to do this but I'm not going I to do that but I'm there not are people see out this there movie. but the thing is is there are people out there that say listen I don't like what you're saying here so you can't say so it so you can't say it That's and I am manners. not about that right. at 
all. Right. I hope that nobody took me going off on that little thing last week as me saying that because I'm not saying that at all. I don't all. think anyone did. I hope not. I hope not. And I just want to make that clear. But anyways, let's let's uh, hear what Chris has gotta gotta say. Not okay to sing about hating politicians. You lose me there because aren't they the same thing? They all enslaved, baby. But either way, if you don't like it, turn it off. Yep. I'm with you. Sweet. But enough about that. Moving on. I had a bright idea, Mike. Oh, God. I noticed I that you it. love to swear, but you avoid the Shit, fuck yeah, word buddy. like the fucking plague. I do. So I had an idea. Fuck. I'm going to say it. I'm going to leave some gaps here and give you some sound bites. That oh, way, no. When you want to say, what the fuck? You can just have me say it for you. So I will suffer eternal punishment for you for the sake of this podcast if, if you want. Don't do it if you don't want to, whatever. But here we go. I'm going to give you some silence here. Oh, God. What the fuck? Holy fucking fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck. All right. Now, you can chop those up. No. You can get a little button or something to push, and then when you're thinking that's what I want to say, I'll say it for you. I will go If you can work that into a beat. the Corpse like, Collective. Fuck, 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 fuck. But if I'm wrong, and there is a hell, and I go there for saying fuck for you, uh, then you have to agree to come down from heaven uh, and bring me cupcakes or something. Fair enough, Fair enough, Fair enough, though. Just, just a if little you, reach around for me, okay? Fair right, enough, either way, dude. love you guys doing a great fucking job, and I will uh, look forward to hearing another awesome podcast. Awesome. Toodaloo. Dude. dude, you know what I have to say about that? The fuck? <laughs> no, I knew it. I knew The fuck? <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done yet. Uh... Holy fucking fuck. <laughs> oh, man. If that was like on uh, the keyboard or something, you could just go, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I got to get a soundboard for this computer here. Dude. So we could just drop that at any moment. Oh, and I have, I have one more thing to say to you. All right. All right. Where's it's coming. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not Where's coming. Where's that? It's not coming, baby. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? Apparently that drizzled out, but, Dude. but thanks, Chris. Listen, I, okay. I totally agree with everything you said and I appreciate calling. And by the way, that was a great voicemail. I, yeah. I love it. Um, but now starting right now, more now. moratorium on the politics and on the religion. Yeah. Because it's no fun, baby. No, it's no fun. Okay. A go. downer, almost. Now, so for the question of the episode, do you have an answer? Because oh yeah, okay. Oh, so go my, ahead. Go my, ahead. My, let's, let's hear what my, you got to say, baby. My covers. Let's hear it. Well, they're they're not as momentous or as great as everybody Just else's. Go. But Just go. As a young child walking through the Bennett's video, uh-huh. April Fools. Oh, her back dude. with, with the, the with the noose in, in her, her hair. hair. Oh yeah, that dude. was one of them. The gate. Oh, the gate was a good one. The gate the, sucks too. The, the movie. The sucks. gate was one of those movies where I wanted to watch that movie, and for some reason, my mom was like, "Ain't no way." <laughs> I don't know what that was because I watched Halloween sure. and I watched, you know, all the all the movies, and then a movie called Mausoleum because it had this holy awesome. Fuck. Oh, sorry. What? Holy fucking fuck! <laughs> but it had this awesome cover that looked like a building in the background, but it had the skull image over the top I, of and I went, oh, Mausoleum. I don't know if I remember that one. Mausoleum. So it was April Fool's, 
Mausoleum and the Gate. Those were the ones where I'm like, man, those are awesome. Habits. I can't. I don't know the Mausoleum, but the other ones, I I can picture in my head as we're as we're speaking one to another. All right. What's yours? Um, okay, so here here's the thing. Um, I made a living on just renting based on based on. Um, oh, by the can I mention one thing about the F word? Um, and how I don't like the to say it. Let me let me let me tell you let me tell you about the F word why I have a problem with it. Okay. First of all, it could have been my puritanical uh, upbringing. Could have been that. You know what it was though, for real. I think the Christmas story. You know that whole the thing. Story? The whole. If you see the Christmas story where where uh, little Ralphie and his oh, dad are fixing the tart, and he's like F dash dash. Fudge. Yeah. Except for it wasn't a fudge word. You know. Yeah. I think that scarred me forever. But anyway, back back to the back to the VHS. My kid code. said he said fuck that. <laughs> That's what he meant to say. Fuck. That's, uh, yeah. Shut the hell up about it already. Okay. So, uh, like I said, I made a living off of renting things based solely on the cover. Um, some, some easy ones. Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. You know, awesome. Right. You know, Evil Dead, you had the girl with, you know, being pulled down into the ground with the hand. Evil Dead 2, you had that awesome skull. Taurus Trap, the white mask. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I mentioned that. But however, there was a few that we had at VIP Express. Number one, school spirit. There's this hot nude lady, like in a locker room, okay? She has a towel over her, and there's a transparent dude behind her, and she's about to pull it away. He's about to pull that away. That's hot. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to see some titties. And I did see titties, but the movie sucked ass. Yeah. Okay. That, but I guess that, that would go into my category, too, is anything with titties. Yeah, and yeah, Like, yeah. oh my God, there's going to be naked in there. And, and, here, and here's my final one. Here, Here's my favorite one. I rented probably 13 movies based solely on the um the covers you ever do you remember the uh, the witchcraft movies where they had like hot big busted ladies like laying on an altar with like a pentagram in the background oh my gosh all those i i I could see witchboard uh witchboard is a good one with amy dolan's that that one is definitely awesome and i remember there was something i i i think that um if I remember right, there was a hand coming out of the witch board or the, the Ouija board and it was grabbing yeah. her neck or something. I remember that, but no, but this was witchcraft. Check witchcraft. out witchcraft, but that, that was the best. But anyway, okay. So let's get into the new question of the episode. All right. And again, this is, um, not, not politically charged or anything like that. No. Censorship. Okay. We talk, you know, not, nothing political. Okay, but let's let's talk a little bit of censorship. We All don't right. we I like I said we don't believe in I don't believe in it. I feel like I can speak maybe for both of us. I don't okay. believe it. I think people should be able to express themselves however they want. Right. They should be able to make a buck however they want as far as that's concerned. Um however, uh, you know, also I think most people who listen to this podcast, you know, may, you know, obviously if they're watching these horror movies and whatnot, they they can kind of agree with us on that at least to some point. Um anyway, uh let's see the question of the episode. Have you ever been watching a movie, like a horror movie or exploitation, and even though you don't necessarily think this should be censored, felt that it went too far? Ooh, yeah, that's which, good. Which movie and uh, or which part of a movie to be more specific? So yeah, call it in two zero six three nine two seven three zero. Question and, and all this and all this talk about the politics and so and especially Chris's call when he was like, just don't listen to it, Dick. You know that which, is a damn fine question. Okay, I just watched that movie. This film is not yet rated. Oh yeah, I watched. I've seen that, and I'm like, man. PG thirteen, you can use one fuck, but yep. you can't use it in a fuck like a, yeah, a sexual I enjoy manner. Fucking you, or right, 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 right. And it's just crazy the it's way that weird. happens because a movie that we would probably enjoy, uh, horror related, right. would probably always be NC seventeen. But that's not good because 
you're not going to get the marketing and the advertising Absolutely. and everything if it's not Absolutely. an R. So it's like all these delicious parts of the movie that you've got to cut so it can be an R, so it can get the but, advertising dollars. But, but the question of the episode, I'll repeat it. Have you ever been watching a movie... And even though you don't necessarily think it should be censored, felt that it went too far in its content. Uh, which movie and which part? Call that wow. in, 206-339-2730, or go on to the corpsecollective.com and click that sneak pipe link. And uh, other than that, you got anything else? Uh, thanks I've for the voicemail so much. Awesome that voicemail. That is a great question. Well, thank you, sir. But, uh, okay, so what we'll do is we'll go ahead and play one minute of Resurrects and be right back to chat about it. <laughs>
right. We are back. You just heard Mike's minute that isn't really a minute. Much more than a minute. All right. Listen up, womans and geminans, about this. Okay. I'm about to squirt 411. That's information. Oh, shit. I know that. All over your face. Oh, sick. All right. This band is called Resurrex. R-E-Z-U-R-E-X. That's right. Now, they used to own resurrects.com they don't oh what happened they used to own resurrectsband.com they don't what happened i don't know even though daniel <laughs> the singer is one of my personal fb friends oh really fb he never returns my calls oh my messages that's what but, fb uh, friends are for though eh, whatever um you can find this band on reverbnation.com slash resurrects r-e-z U R E X dot com without the dot com. Okay. Sweet action. <laughs> we are talking about the album Beyond the Grave released in 2006, 11 tracks, 30 minutes and 44 seconds released on Fiend Force Records. So that, you know what that means, don't you? It's not on Spotify. Son of a B. Those Germans hate Spotify. They hate it, dude. I I think they're some kind I, of some kind of Nazi thing. Oh, dude. I was gonna say no. I'm I'm gonna refrain from that because I was gonna say <laughs> Spotify must be owned by Jews, but I will not say that. I will not say that. No, 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 no. We are in a new millennium, and yes, hey, yes, everything is cool here. Okay, everything is okay, cool, people. This band is from Los Angeles. California, Ooh, really? the city of angels. Sweet, dude. Dude, these are some good-looking dudes. You know what they look like? Uh, they have mohawks, and they have the, the skull makeup and all that shit, too. They're all thin, lanky, tall, great musicians. I guarantee you, dude. Okay. Well, I can't guarantee you because I don't know them personally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Each one of those guys packing 10 to 12 inches hard. Wow, really? That's how that, good of music. I don't even want to know those guys now. That's I don't, I don't even want to know those guys now. I, that, I don't think I could be in the same room as them and be like, oh, I'm still a man. I would, <laughs> well, I don't care about that, but I would love to be like standing next to, uh, you know, one of the band members and go, man, your album's real good and just kind of rub against him. He's like, dude, I'm talking to Shane from Corpse Cast. And he's oh. got like a rock hard one in his white pants. <laughs> His white pants he's wearing. <laughs> his white shorts. His white jean shorts. Hot. Let's talk about the band Let's members. Do Let's do it. Manny is on the guitar. Okay. K-R-O on the doghouse. The big bone. Okay. The bass. Dude, there is a skill to that. You have to admit that. Oh, dude, I don't admit it. And the thing is, is I, like we were just saying on the break, Psycho Billy is really growing on me, and it's it's a lot because of the. But there's an art to doing that. Dude, okay, because sure. There's a lot of Psycho Billy bands that Plus, can't. Let me ask do you something, that. dude. They can't get that bass sound. You have and to that thump. You have to commit to that because that bass is huge as shit, and you know you got to lug that thing around instead of you know how how nice would it be to have just like a like a normal bass and whatever these guys these guys these guys uh suffer for their art dude yeah the psycho billy guys they have to go man i got a big case a big bass right. i got big everything how would you like to be little weenie 
bass guy. I would it's not like, like after that. You, cl- you climbed on top of that and banged that bass out all right. night long for right. me. Right. And you got little weenie. Do you ever think that uh, they're uh, making up for uh, you know other issues with their well, giant Well, that's what bass? I'm saying. Okay. So that's little what I'm weenie. saying. Little like weenie. Some, there some hot lady's like, dude, I saw you rocking that thing all night. You climbed on it. You were banging away on it. It sounded so good. I remember when you saw that little weenie. Yeah, I remember when you saw Stellar Corpses, dude, and you're like, that guy rocks the giant bass. He because I mean, he was right. He I, was humping it. You know, I bet I bet that shit. guy. You know what? Listen, only because I love Stellar Corpses and I like the guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that uh, he's the exception. But do you ever suppose that those guys who take around the giant bases are, uh, you know, making up for something or compensating for something in their pants? Well, it's like a Humvee. If sure. you're driving a Humvee. Let me ask you something, too. I, I, okay. okay. I, I, get, I get where you're going there, too. But I happen to know a dude who right. who currently plays for a band called uh, Die Monster Die. Right. Who used to play for a band that uh, I can't remember the name right now. But he had a giant bass. Oh, the Sticky Nicks. Oh, uh, that's what I meant. Ruby. Sticky Nicks. Sticky Nicks. Yeah, the big rib. I've listen. I I have yet to see his pee pee, but uh, I'd like to now. Well, let me tell you this about Ruben. Okay. And I haven't seen his penis per se. <laughs> I've seen his ass crack. That's for sure. But I, and I can't I, tell. Did I sound he's, really he's excited? Got a, he's got a concealed carry. Permit. Yes, he does. Yes, so he does. I can't tell if it's a big pepperoni, a penis. <laughs> Or a gun in there, but he's not—he's not doing bad. No, 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 he's okay. all right. He's all right. All right, let's. Okay, so Curly—that's with a K and two E's Ooh, on the drums. Of course drums. it is. Of course it is. And the lead singer, the man with the Mexican half skull—I yep. would call it sugar skull makeup, black robe, very sensually style, stylized, dude. Absolutely, Daniel De Leon. Or as I call him, Daniel DeLion. Because <laughs> the dude is badass. Dude. Okay. He's got the giant pomp. Yeah, he does. Mo- Mohawk style. Yes, he does. And then half of his face is not like cheese ball skull makeup. It's right. like he took some time to design that. Yes, he did. He did you know? indeed. Um, man, good shit. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm busting my nut right now. Listen. Okay, so, I mean, just before we really get into it, and before you start talking about this band, uh, Resurrect, uh, okay, so they have, they have, they, they, this album that we're talking about today is not on Spotify. Uh, the first album I ever heard of is actually on Spotify, because for some reason maybe they got on, uh, a different, uh, uh, record label or something, but Dance of the Dead, you can go check that out. I listened to the shit out of that as well. Yeah. Because, and that is an awesome album right there on Spotify. However, this album, as good. And, you know, I, I tried to get a hold of Daniel because he's one of my personal FB friends. <laughs> but they were on tour in Europe. Oh, and shit. I said, we want to review that. Can you send me a copy of that? Right. And he never got back to me on that. Oh, I'm shit. going WTF on that. Well, maybe, maybe for a future episode. Yeah. Like, but, what we, the? but we blew our wad saying it's great. You son of a bitch. They have a song called Vampire. Do you know who I there. am? Who are you? Well, I wanted to tell him that, you know. At least oh, go, do you know oh, who oh, I am? I'm Shane sakes? Diablo. All right, I got a little podcast over here. Oh, please! And you might have a couple of new people that like your music, but I'm not even going to tell them about you now <laughs> until I review an old album. Sure. Um, this is technically the first full length album 
Um, they ha- they put out an EP. It's got six tracks on it that are on this album. It came out in 2004. Their influences are the Cramps and Misfits, the Damned, sure, the Quakes. I saw the Quakes. Oh, I never heard of this live. Guy. Psycho Billy Band, amazing. Drummer plays a stand-up kit. Do you know what that is? Uh, I do not actually. That is literally like a stand, like is that like a uh, like a snare and that's it? No, it's like a whole. It's kind of a whole drum set, but he's standing up. How does he with do the, bass? the band? The bass drum pedal hits up. Boom, boom. Okay, boom. so he's still On doing. It. He's just stomping. Yeah, but he's standing up. It was okay. crazy. All right. It was almost disgusting. It gave me uh, head spins. <laughs> Uh, other releases, Psycho Radio 2008, Dance of the Dead 2011. That's the brand new, brand new, brand new. Which album. is great. Check it out on Spotify. That's, that's on Spotify. Um, yeah, man. What did you think of that? Let me tell you. First of all, the first song that they have on this album is called Black Rose. Awesome track, dude. Yeah. Black Rose. I could sing that over and over. And, uh, and the second thing I noticed is, is we're listening to it. I'm listening to it in the car, just rocking to it. Uh, they have a song called Devil Woman from Outer Space. I love that song. And man. it's got the exact chord progression and timing as Johnny B. Good. So as, really? Yes. So as I'm driving down, I'm like, we're down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. Do, 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 do. Evergreen To the log cabin Made of earth and wood Are we stopping? Okay, but no So every time that came on And I I listen Yeah, you're right now Because I'm hearing it right in my head So so basically What what I'm trying to say is is I don't want to give too much away But I love this album And I listen to it over and over and over But every time Devil Woman from Outer Space came on Devil Woman from Outer Space Devil Woman from Outer Space Oh, Johnny be good. All over the place. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I got you, baby. So there you go. So I, I sing you. Johnny be good to it as we went. It, listen, I, I understand that there's a blues progression and, and they were just following that. And I, I, and I also realize that Johnny be good's not the only song to do that. Well, that's rockabilly. That's rock Absolutely. and roll, rockabilly. They, but blues based style. rock and roll with the upright bass. There yeah. you go, baby. Uh, you know, man. This is just a good. I good, like this good, album. Good album. I, 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 uh, the, the, the one thing that I'm still, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm coming to grips with, uh, Psychobilly. The only problem I still kind of have with Psychobilly is the fact that a lot of bands that we've listened to, they're, they don't have a lot of dynamic range, meaning that they don't, uh, you, you know, like, uh, like Ghost, or I keep bringing up Ghost or whatever, but once they kick into their chorus or something, it really amps up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I noticed with a lot of rockabilly bands, they just kind of keep going. You know, they, they keep the momentum going and whatnot, but there, there's not a lot of difference. However, these guys put together an album where I, it was good despite that. I, I totally agree, man. I mean, I'm looking at the album and I'm saying it's a great sound, great songwriting. Absolutely. Uh, totally catchy. Uh, I loved his vocal, even though it's not, your regular sounding vocal. I mean, he's got it. His, he's got a voice that I can hear. Right. That, that sets him apart. Sure. Okay. He's got a look. 
that sets him. Oh, apart. you know, I need a, I, I just saw the one band photo of him with him in the in the. Uh, I mean, because this this album cover has a skull with a mohawk, which is kind of the what the lead singer looks like. Yeah, dude, it's good. It's great stuff. And l- listen, it's funny because they do have the 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 horror um, themes. They do have you know a lot of the same things, but it's just upbeat and it, it just puts a big smile on your face, man. And the thing is, too, about a a a, a, a good psychobilly or rock and roll band uh-huh. is you got to be good looking dudes uh, is that true or i mean if you're doing sludge rock right you're doing something like that you can like, be oh, slimy it doesn't gah, matter gah, man gah, gah, these guys are part of the hills angels it doesn't matter sure but if you're doing <laughs> something that's just you know it's like that helps to have some good looking dudes sure okay back in 10 or 12 you know it's like <laughs> hey! and i could all, never be a psychobilly band they're all great musicians oh they are and you player, tell. drums Everything about this band is just like the sound, the quality, everything. It seems like most of their stuff uh, before Dance of the Dead was on Fiend Force. So yeah. it's not available on Spotify. Well, and so, I, I've got a theory about Fiend Force because I've, okay. I've got a couple of friends, like guys in Blitz Kid, I'm okay. fairly friendly wow. with. So I've got a theory about it because like Fiend Force came along mm-hmm. and like we talked about Shadow Reichenstein. We, did? And we talked about. You know, well, we'll get into Blitzkid and everything, but the beauty about Fiend Force was they sold so many CDs. They, they had a couple of German bands that did well for them. So they started signing U.S. bands and the intrigue was, man, these guys will get us over to like Nimvent. All right. Get us over to Germany to play a tour. Aha. Uh-huh. And You're that's like where those, tour, that's a dream that's, come true, baby. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Cause we almost went out with the Crimson Ghost for 15 days. Oh, that would have been awesome. But that's what that appeal was. So you have all these great, great, you know, U.S. bands that are going, man, we're doing the horror punk or the psychobilly and they're going to bring us over there. You know, I'll tell you what. I still want to hear. Um, and we brought this up on the show before, but I still want to understand what Fiend Force, what, what their, um, justification is for not being on Spotify. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they should be, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be. All I'm saying is I'd like to, I would like to hear from their, their, uh, point of view. The only thing that I can possibly think of is that it's not quite well as known in some parts of the world. Okay. That's the only reason I could think of for not putting all of your material. Well, but, but, but what about like the payment and stuff like that? Maybe they're making more money off of, uh, hard copy CD sales or direct downloads. Could be. Could, I don't know. But that, that's what I'm well saying. I, I would really like to, uh, to get their point of view on that. Thorsten, give us a call. Thorsten, you know, buddy. Come on. 206-339-2730. Wow. Way to go. Call us, Thorsten. <laughs> I'd love to know. I would love to know because too, it's like you cannot hear anything that's put bet on. Do you hear? Fiend you got to get a hold of ever. Thorsten, who I assume is is the head of Fiend Force. Yeah, he and speaks you, English too. Well, there you go. You got to get a hold of him. That that that's your homework for this week. Get a hold of him and figure out what's going on with him and Spotify. All right, I, I I'll take that challenge. All right, all right, baby. What was your favorite songs, Weenie Pooh? Uh, man. Obviously, Black Rose. I did love Devil Woman from Outer Space only because I could. Well, not only because, but I did love singing Johnny Be Good to it. Oh man, the, th- the thing is, is they made they uh, Suicide was a great one. Yeah. They, oh yeah. man, that was a great, great tune. Uh, 
there there was only a few there was a couple songs that were just kind of okay but there was none that i loathed you know right, there was one that right. i didn't like this this had a great vibe to it and and uh, i mean like we said before on the show um it's good to be able to listen to a whole album in a row yeah because this has a great vibe all the way through it um maybe there's a couple songs that aren't as strong as some of the other ones however it doesn't uh, ever cut from that vibe that they got going on yeah these guys are the top of the game. I mean, you're talking like long timers, Demented Argo, Mad Sin, all these old psychobilly bands that have been around forever. Okay. I've never. These heard of guys are the creme de la creme. Yeah, I they're mean, good, baby. They sound great. I said, I've been saying baby a lot. I think it's because I think but you yeah, got me stuck Casey on that. Casey Kasem, didn't he die? I don't know. So you're like baby, he was shaggy. Yeah, you realize? I think he was shaggy for twenty two. Like Scoob, let's get out of here. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, we're not going off on that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My favorite tunes: Black Rose. Yep. Dia. Dia. De los Muertos. Devil Woman from Outer oh, Space. Yeah, great tune. And then who wouldn't love a song where he says, "Don't look, don't what was it? Don't look at me if you got no one." To yeah, exactly. Love. It's like, get out of my face if you're miserable, because don't make me miserable, biatch. Exactly. Yeah, loved it. Um, For me, this album is a buy. Buy. Definite buy. In fact, um, um, Kyle, I just... Uh, I, I really want to know what's going on with Fiend Force. Uh, and thankfully, I guess I don't have to buy this because we got a review copy of it. Exactly. However... Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I would say people, this is, I mean, this is, uh, the, uh, you know how everybody's all like support independent music because blah, 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 they're so good and great. And sometimes you think, yeah, man, independent music isn't that, some of it's not that great. This is good. This is yeah. good stuff. This is the stuff that we need to buy. Yeah. Support. It's, it's important for bands that don't have a lot of money and don't have the advertising dollars, don't have the big concerts to go out on and, and, you know, you two going, Hey, these guys are really good. <laughs> you know, it's important to support those kinds Ab- of things. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about it. I do have a couple facts about, about Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, these are I, I different got, can, facts. can I start a fact okay. real quick? Yeah, please. Um, there will be a Corpse Cast reunion in Los Angeles in 2013. Well, you are hitting my last little... Oh, shit. Sorry. My, little, my last little goodie there. Sorry. But sorry. I'm going to start at the top, and I'm going to say, hey, Los Angeles, it's called the City of Angels. Okay. It's called L.A. Can, can I have an, can I, can um, I add another yeah. thing? If yeah, you're outside of Los ahead. Angeles and you wear an L.A. Lakers jersey, you're a douche. That's a fact. I agree with that. All right. Totally. All right. Okay. You go to the Utah Jazz games and you're wearing Lakers. Douche. Shit. Douche. You're a douche. And your car's impounded, by the way. Eat <laughs> if it. we can help it. Uh, most populated city in California. Okay. Weird laws. Animals are bound or are banned from mating within 1500 feet of taverns, schools, and places of worship. That that's because it's dirty. That sounds that sounds right though. That sounds right? bizarre. Do you want to, you know, two I donkeys usually, going? I usually at don't it? take my pets to church to do it, but yeah, okay. Do you want two donkeys banging away no, fifteen feet from the school? I don't want donkeys banging away fifteen feet away yeah, from dude, anywhere you know, I am. You take your kids to the zoo, and when those apes are banging away, you're like, oh my god, let's go dude. get. 
Dude, slushy. I know you uh, didn't. Yeah, you know. I listen, know I told you to hell with the ten dollars slushy five I, minutes ago, but now I'm saying let's well, go. Look buy at those them. orangutans. I realize that they're doing something really weird looking and entertaining, but let's get the fudge out of here. It uh, is illegal to cry on the witness stand in Los Angeles. That's because everyone's an actor. Who doesn't cry? Um. Well, the thing is, is everybody's just so. Have you ever been in a courtroom? Never. Well, You're, yes, but I've never been part of the court proceedings, dude. Oh, you. So you've been a juror? No, or, I never have. Like, I've never that been anything. Son of a bitch is guilty as <laughs> if I ever saw it. I know it. <laughs> no, I'm um, ready to do it. You cannot bathe two babies in the same tub at the same time. What if what? you have what if twins? You twins, dude? I have I have two kids thirteen months apart. Okay, when they were yeah. big, wow, weird. You can't dude. bathe. Okay, that's Man, bizarre. You're a mother or you're a father, or whatever. You're a home singler. You got Facebook first off. Sure, updates. You got they got that shit to do. Do you know how time consuming that is? If you gotta bathe your babies separately, you oh, put dude. them all in at once and go. Oh, I'm Gene. You're preaching to the These choir, two little buggers. I gotta. <laughs> oh, and this one just shit in the tub or whatever. You know. Well, listen, it, listen. I, know, I can see disgusting. maybe it's if they shit in the tub so the other one won't play with it. But other than that, I can't think of a reason why that's a that's a law. You're a busy man or woman. You've got things to do. I put them you. in the tub. I say break that law. What? Ooh, do we, are we condoning breaking laws? No, we're not, but I'm just saying, you know, if you've got things to do. Here in Utah, I'm going to exercise my right to bathe two kids in the same time. Thank you. Thank you for bailing me out on that. All right, there you go. Uh, Famous haunts. Okay. Want to hear a little bit about that? Sure. The Knickerbocker Hotel. Ooh. Now a senior home for seniors. Okay, as opposed senior to senior folk. Okay, where they wash the goodies for them. And do you everything. do you think it's illegal to wash two senior folks in the same tub? Well, that's you know, <laughs> sorry, it's <laughs> disgusting for God's sakes. It's kind of interesting. I'd like to see that. Though. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like, it almost. Uh, I went to The Shining for a minute there. Oh yes, like, you did. That's right. Too wow, hot, folks. Weird. Too, too, too old seniors. Can you imagine Jack's like, washing like two octogenarians oh. scissoring it in the tub? Wow! I'm just gonna stop right there. Let's let's continue. Okay. Uh, see, you, you're throwing me off. Uh, <laughs> famous ghosts that are in the Knickerbocker Hotel. Okay, have been seen. Have been seen. Okay, Rudolph Valentino, 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 and the man himself, the escape artist, the Houdini. Guy and Harry Houdini. Oh, yeah. spotted. Sweet action. The Hollywood sign. A struggling 1930s actress committed suicide and could be seen reenacting her death and walking the sign. Really? That sounds awesome. Dude, L.A. Is that where it's at? I love LA? It's in Hollywood, but I think that's part of L.A. Can we go up there and, like, drink whiskey by the sign? Dude, no, because I'd fall off, and then I'd have to recreate my falling off because of whiskey the whole the over and oh, over. Man, I would love to go hang up on the sign. <laughs> go, yeah, we're doing some ghost footage, officer, but we have like we're filming a it with this whiskey bottle. Host. Yeah. All right, a uh, couple of bands. Uh, Bobby Crew came. No, I don't. Oh, have them on my. List. I don't know if they're from there, but I okay. Anyway, Los Angeles. 
Black Flag came. Sweet action, dude. The Carpenters. We've only just, just begun. begun. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Docking. With the Dream Warriors. <laughs> L.A. Guns. Crystallize, I still love you. Megadeth. Oh, dude, I thought they were from Phoenix. Whatevs. Uh, Dave Mustaine was from L.A. You're, I think you're right. I think you're right. I've actually read his bio. There's a lot of L.A. stuff in there. Oingo Boingo. I love... Little girls, they make me feel so good. That's Johnny Coon's favorite band. Oh, dude, I love them. No effects. Slayer. The Snoop, dude. The Snoop Doggy Dog. Hell yeah. On and on and on it goes. The list can go forever. <laughs> uh, You know, besides the sweet special sounds of Resurrects. Yes. In 2013, <laughs> April. 2013, the Days of the Dead Horror Convention, where yeah! you're going to meet us. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's it. That's, that's all I've got to say about that. But No, good stuff. Great album, Resurrects. I'm, I'm actually really liking the band. I mean, I've only heard this album, their new one, but just like you said, this is. Uh, it seems like that's their two main full-length albums. Yeah, they've got that demo before. Sure. But man, they are, they've got, I'm liking it, man. I'm, I'm really liking this band. You've got to admit they have the handle. Oh, dude, I will not say anything contrary to that. They have the handlebars of Psychobilly. The handlebar mustaches of Psychobilly? Because I don't really like, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that's like almost good, man. You're almost there, but the sound quality's poo. Well, the dynamicism. Yeah. They did. They did a great job. That's it. Resurrects. Awesome. Buy it. Go buy it. Call me. I mean, let's <laughs> let's have you know, let's have a good time together. I mean, I, that sounds great. Don't dude. return my email messages. I don't know what else I got to do. Well, for they don't have the internet in Europe, so I wouldn't worry too much about no, that. They're from Los Angeles. He yeah, but they're on tour anytime. there right now. I know. So don't worry. They don't have the internet in Europe. They're going to get it. They're working. Right, on go it. to hell then. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So uh, okay. So here is a trailer for Serpent the Rainbow, and we will be back in a moment to chat about it. From Wes Craven, director of A Nightmare on Elm Street, comes a story of the forbidden world between life and death. There's a door to the mystical. And you just walk through it. Somebody brought him back from the grave. And I want to know how they did it. Death is not the end. I'll take your soul. You think you can take these people's secrets and just walk away? In the shadows of the imagination lies the ultimate nightmare. Don't let them bury me. I'm not dead. The Serpent and the Rainbow.
All right, we're back. We're going to be talking about some Serpent in the Rainbow from 1988, the second zombie movie from 1988 in two weeks. See, I, I was thrown back because, like, in the you know the the beginning of the movie, it says 1978. Well, that's where it started, dude. That's yeah. where it starts. Well, I mean, it, but it threw me off when you were going 88, two zombie movies in a row, 88. I was going, wait, it blew your freaking mind. Bill Pullman. I understand. It blew your mind. The poll that happens. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what though. Um, one good thing about this movie is uh, I got it off of a uh, Walmart four pack for five bucks. I know it's not, awesome. Thank not you. only with this, but with another Corpse Cast movie that I think we might even be doing next week because it came off of said four pack uh, with Funhouse uh, directed by Toby Hooper. I can't remember exactly what we're doing next to- week. The Toby Hooper. Do you know any other Toby Hoopers? Uh, Texas Chainsaw. That, that, be- that Toby Hooper. <laughs> Poltergeist. Awesome. He, he has his name on Poltergeist. But, really? Uh, but Stephen King, uh, not Stephen King, uh, Stephen, uh, what's his name? Spielberg. He directed, uh, oh, kind of put his, his name. name we know Stephen that. King. We don't know that Spiles. Spilesberg? Spiles. Uh, I don't know his name. What are you going to do? Uh, that's weird because you know what? But a lot of people are turning traitor on Poltergeist. What do you, why do you lately. say that? What do you mean? Just listen to the podcast or whatever, and everyone's going, yeah, it's not that good. That was an awesome what? movie. I love that movie. In fact, that's one that gave me my first scare of my life. Yeah. Which, what part? In fact, well, the, the just face. the whole thing, dude. Stacy with the face. With terror. the, with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude, freaked the shit out well, of me. Well, I mean, seeing it as a young kid, I mean, I don't know how many times I've told the story on the show where I was screaming for my daddy. It had me screaming for my daddy. <laughs> But I was a young, I was a young lad, of course. But you know what? You know how cheap I am. We're doing two of the films on the four pack. Okay, it's pretty cheap. It had to, what else did it have? Uh, a movie, uh, Phantasm Two, and then yeah. a movie called. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever gonna gonna pull that one out and watch. I can it. almost guarantee I will never ever look at that. Even though, even though no. you got it, even though it's right here in no, your grubby little hands. Dude, All right. Netflix. I'm a Netflix bitch. Oh, dude, I'll tell you what. Streaming is the greatest thing to ever happen to me, I swear. You know, it's funny because I get all these people, oh, Netflix sucks. They're taking away all the movies. Listen, all the shit I want to watch is on there. Yeah. so That's all I watch is like Jim Gaffigan or uh, <laughs> or horror movies. I still want to watch uh, The Roast of Charlie Sheen, but I digress. Um, okay, so IMDb gave Serpent the Rainbow a 6.3, directed by Wes Craven. Um, Wes Craven, Nightmare on Elm Street. Tell me if you've heard this. Uh-huh. Heard of these? Nightmare on Elm Street, Last yeah. House on the Left, Scream. Oh yeah. Okay. The Hills Have Eyes, Shocker. Oh yeah. You ever see yeah. Shocker? Yes, I have. Oh, the guy dude. that uh, electrocuted and comes back to life. Yeah, dude. I can't remember the 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 boss from X Files starting that. I love that movie. Anyways, it was written by um, a guy named Wade Davis, who actually wrote the novel. Um, I actually bought the novel. I haven't read it yet. Um, the, the, uh, I just actually just, just, uh, the other day I bought it off, uh, the Kindle, whatever. But, um, it's cool because, you know, mo- a lot of movies say based on a true story and whatever. Of However, course. this. They're all based on true yeah, stories. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, obviously, I don't know how much of this was actually true. However, the, the, the book Serpent and the Rainbow uh, was written by Wade Davis, who is an anthropologist. And, um, an anthropo, uh, let's see, a botanical explorer. Yeah. Who got his PhD from Harvard University. So, I mean, he, apparently he knows his shit. Um, 
Uh, so, so I mean, it's funny because he even started out in the Amazon, just like the movie in yeah. whatever, and then he uh, apparently made the 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 trip to Haiti to investigate all this stuff too. So, I guess this is loosely based off him. I mean, I don't know how much of it actually translated and was well, true I mean, and wasn't. You have but those pieces of information. That, to me, that's based enough. on a true story. Well, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll tell you what. Botanical. This is probably based on. This is more based on a true story than most movies that are based on a true story are based on truth. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, this was also written by Richard Maxwell and Adam Rodman, who wrote the screenplay. It's funny because um, j- just to mention before we get started, uh, Adam, uh, sorry, Wade Davis, who who uh, was was I just talked about the guy who wrote the book. He agreed to sell the book rights on condition that uh, a guy named Peter Weir directed and Mel Gibson starred. Uh, neither had any, uh, involvement in the pro, uh, in the, in the movie itself and the project. So, uh, yeah, this guy's a little bit pissed off, but, yeah. But what are you going to do, dude? Uh, this started long. But who doesn't want to write a book and go, and Mel Gibson is me in well, the book? <laughs> no, there's no doubt about so that. How dude. about Chris Farley? That, that's, you know that's what? I'm looking at you and I'm thinking Chris Farley. If he wasn't yeah. dead, Chris Farley would yeah. play. Listen, I worked with a guy once. His, uh, uh, he looked just like Chris Farley, and I could not stand the guy. You want to know why? Because you looked at this guy. He looked like Chris Farley, but he was not funny at all, right. and I held that against him. Yeah. And, you know. You'd look at, you, you had a smile on your face. you look at him like, I'm like he's going to say van down by the river. I bet that guy's pretty gonna, funny. He was not funny he's at gonna all. He's going to bash a coffee table in or something. It's like he didn't do Nothing. any of that. And it pissed me off. I mean, yeah, I, I realized yeah. I had high expectations yeah. for him, but uh, whatever. Anyways, it starred Lone Star as Dennis Allen, or other otherwise known as Bill Pullman. Okay. Paul. Uh, Kathy Tyson is Marielle Duchamp. Uh, Zakes, Zach, I don't know how you say this. It's, it's weird. Uh, I'm just going to say it, and I know it's wrong. Zakes, Milwaukee, is Dargent Petroud, yeah. who was the scary son he of a bitch. He is a creepy just his bastard. Face, dude. He, he actually died in 2009 at the age of 75. Uh, so he's gone, thank goodness, because he would be haunting my dreams if he was still alive today, I'm sure. Uh, the budget on this was $7 million, uh, around $7 million. It grossed $19.5 million, so there you go. Uh, let's get into the plot a little bit. Dennis Allen, or Lone, otherwise known as Lone Star, was an anthropologist, um, or and also an ethnobotanist. An ethnobotanist. Right. Do you know what an ethnobotanist is? Uh, plant digger upper taker he, aware. He's a guy who studies plants and their relationship with human beings. Well, he fits in perfect for I'll this. I'll tell you, what, I don't know how interesting that would be, dude. But whatever, I'm, I'm sure it's fascinating, and I just don't. You know get to travel the Amazon. You get to lay on naked ladies, oh. Amazonian ladies. <laughs> Yeah, but you also almost get eaten by Amazon. I assume that happened. That wasn't in the movie. But every every movie about the Amazon, yeah. somebody's somebody's dick's getting eaten yeah. and getting chopped off. But whatever. Anyway, so we have this Dr. Allen visiting the Amazon. He's doing some kind of a study when he visits a hut, and there's a witch doctor and all that stuff. Uh, the witch doctor gives him some glass of some kind of potion that Dr. Allen sets up. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna get this. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to study it. But the witch doctor's like, oh, I, I don't think so. you got to drink some of that, son. He's, and what do you do when you're with the Africans or the, the Haitians? You have to drink that shit. You, you do. can't sit there. In They'll a, be offended. Yeah. They will be pissed off if you just go, well, no, I'm just going to dump this in a baggie and take it back. No, he had to drink some. And he did drink some of it. The problem is, is he thought he was fine. He stands up. 
However, he immediately passes out and starts having all sorts of awesome, he starts hallucinating all sorts of stuff. Um, he sees a jaguar, um, and he also sees a crazy, crazy voodoo priest in his dreams. Yeah. Anyway. That, that scene, that scene where he's rolling around with, who, didn't that look <laughs> fun for a minute? Like, <laughs> okay, if, if you could be with like a, a goddamn grizzly bear sure. or a jaguar and be rolling around going, ha, 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 life is great. This thing doesn't want to kill me at all. You know, the thing is, is my only worry would be the fact that, sure, it's cool to roll around wrestling a jaguar, but the problem is, is the Amazonian uh, witch doctor saw that he actually, there was no jaguar there. And he was just rolling around like a turd. That would embarrass me. If I saw that video later where I was rolling around like a turd. Yeah, with but no jaguar. have videos out there. In well, fact, the guy it. covered his face up. He he turned into like a big, <laughs> big cloth closet. You're you know, right, like, dude. Oh man, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Maybe but, he went. Look at that jackass laying there rolling around. <laughs> I'm going to cover myself up. All I know is I have something else to worry about, and that is uh, getting filmed when somebody gives me some shit to drink. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, he heads back to Boston. Uh, there's actually a pharmaceutical company who wants him to go to Haiti. To learn about that, there's this rumor of a zombie guy, a guy who who was dead and came back to life later. Kristoff. Kristoff, yep. And uh, he's sent over there to kind of check it out and to see what kind of pharmaceutical applications it could have. Um, so basically what, what it is is apparently there's some kind of a zombie powder. It essentially kills the person, but they come back to life. Um, and you know, they, these guys are thinking it could work as some kind of anesthesia or whatnot. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Dr. Allen heads over to Haiti. Now let's talk about Haiti in this movie for a minute. Okay. Me and Johnny Krug called that out oh, yeah, in our Haiti. list of, you know, cultural, uh, because of the culture, it yes. scares you and takes you out of your place as far as horror is concerned. And after I watched this again, I went, it's my number one. Well, dude, okay, because on the one hand, you have this shanty town that just looks like people are poor. They're in these hovels and whatever. And on the other hand, you have this guy, okay, who actually steals a coffin at gunpoint, and then he puts... You know, because apparently he has, you know, a funeral to attend and he runs this whole funeral procession, but he's got this like cough, uh, sorry, the skull makeup on. Yeah. A lot whole, like the Resurrects guy. Oh, yeah. All over his body, dude. Even his, he did the rib cage and everything. I mean, the, dude, could you imagine walking down the street of Haiti and seeing that? No. On? In fact, that, in fact, I was just going to say that. I mean, you put that guy in that makeup in that environment and it is scary as balls. Yeah, dude. And with the burning coffin and everything that they got with them. Absolutely. And he's just like the ringleader in the middle yeah, of the street dude. going, Dah! it was, it was some scary stuff, no. you know? And so, I mean, I think that uh, maybe if I understood the culture, maybe a little bit better, but that would... Uh... And the thing about Haiti, too, is everything looks damn near broken, rusted, yeah, or yeah. about ready to break down. But the you know, thing is, is every man-made thing you see is just how you described. However, it's in this environment of this gorgeous landscape. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously it's on the ocean. It's half of... Uh, uh, what, what do you call that? Hispaniola, where the Dominican Republic's on the other side. And you have this, so it's on this beautiful Caribbean island, kind of. I don't know if it's actually considered the Caribbean, but it's there. And so you have this 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 gorgeous landscape and whatever. And then you have all these really piss poor people, yeah. you know, trying to you know. And they're live their lives all away. having a good time. Oh, dude, 
it, all you need to do is get some bongos going, and these people are dancing? I know. As soon as you start clicking wine glasses and forks and stuff, they're like, yeah. You know, it's funny because we are kind of introduced to the two parts of uh, Haiti. Uh, the one being kind of the, uh, you know, that we see Dr. Allen hit, and he's, you know, he goes to the kind of the quote-unquote tourist traps. He goes to the, yeah. you know, they put on the show for the white folks and, and whatnot. But then... And that, that one scene where the... It's like, if you ever go on a vacation to Haiti, I don't know what, I've got friends sure. that are hippie styled kind of friends that have actually went to Haiti oh, really? to build houses. What? Oh, oh, like, uh, like charity work type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, if you're on, vac- like the chick, the ho- kind of hot blonde. Yeah. It's like, you know, the guy's like holding his cheek out so she can pierce his cheek. Do you know who that like, kind of hot well, blonde was? Who? Lone Star's real wife. Really? Yeah, indeed. But I'm just thinking, that's man, bizarre. You guys stick out like a a sore thumb, and your husband is down with you piercing the guy's cheek. Which is do it, honey. Do it. I'll pierce it. Maim that guy's cheek because it's fun and awesome. Weird, dude. Um, the thing the the thing that strike that, that well, I guess it uh, really hit me with this movie is the fact that um their culture and their, you know, kind of religion, you know, obviously the voodoo stuff like that. Um, it's interesting because Haiti is, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, kind of the, the voodoo, uh, Louisiana type yeah, deal where yeah. they're all into that stuff. And I guess they're Haitian Creole as opposed to, I don't know what you call them, Louisiana Creole, but, um, they, they have a lot of the same things. They speak French, you know, yeah. and, uh, it's weird because, I mean, uh, according to this movie, it was predominantly black, you know, and, you know, in, in their whole culture was, seemed to be, I mean, maybe it was just this movie bringing it out, but it seemed to be based around this, this, um, this voodoo culture, which is strange because, uh, voodoo in, I, I, and I can't remember. I mean, I'm thinking back to my history class days. And if I remember right, uh, the French settled it or something like that. And I know there was some like uprisings with the Spanish and, and whatnot. However, the, the French had these slaves, right? That were forbidden to, you know, to, to believe the way that, you know, they, they to, to, to believe in the gods that they had when they were down right. in Africa and whatnot. Right. So they tried to make them, you know, they tried to Christianize them and whatnot. So what happened is they get this voodoo thing and they get this, uh, you know, this kind of a cross breed of Catholicism almost and their voodoo things. And, and, and from what I understand, you know how like you have the Greek, gods and the roman gods and they're right. really the same but you know they, they kind of it, it's very similar to that because i think what it was in and i i hope i'm not talking shit here but from what i remember they they believe that you know they believe the christian god kind of became their god and they also believed in other gods which kind of the saints st- stood in for so like the romans and the greeks they kind of had the like a parallel type things like you know the saints and stuff like that so what came of it was some weird mixture between um, I mean, we would see altars with like the Virgin Mary with Ken, plus yeah, all these weird yeah. looking skulls and voodoo type relics and stuff like that, which for some reason just made it extra creepy. The thing that really, really was sinking down in my soul when I rewatched this was uh-huh. the fact that it's a powder. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah dude. It's puffer fish, it's herbs, it's this, it's that that puts you into that. And it's like, okay, it may not exist that we know of, but that's real. You can say, here, here is my voodoo. 
I am a Haitian voodoo, you know, uh, you know, uh, whatever you want to call sure. it. God, priest, whatever. Godfather priest or whatever. Uh-huh. Which doctor? But it's just a matter of those chemicals and you that know, can do something like and that. You know what's worse about that is we there. saw in a couple of instances in this movie where somebody would just have this powder in their hand, they would blow it on somebody's face, and then that would do the trick. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry to, I guess that's, we, that's just really weird to me because it, 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 that really hits a ball. It's, it's not, it's not alien something or other. It's not anything. It's like, no, you take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You mix this up and look at that. Well, in, in, with, uh, there was a part where they actually made this stuff and you know, and it was, it was, hey, this is chemical from the, from the puffer fish. It's this and that. It's some kind of toad. But a lot of it was some of part of it, at least, was um, with this guy who made it was, you know, kind of the magic and the superstition. Well, yeah, that was like the heavy. Right. The heavy part was the magic and it's got to sit for four days. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like three days. Um, anyway, so, so, uh, Alan, uh, Dr. Allen goes down there and he actually meets a doctor called, uh, doc, uh, Dr. Mariel Duchamp, who was, uh, not ugly, uh, but no she way. actually runs an insane asylum. Um, you know, and, and she's kind of the resident doctor there. I mean, and, and she's working on this thing and he comes down and explains what, uh, you know, what's going on and why he's there and whatnot. Um, and, and meanwhile, there's all sorts of weird, uh, pol- political uprisings going on. Uh, there's a secret police force that's taken over. Um, the police actually don't want Dr. Allen poking around for some reason or another. In fact, uh, a couple of times they, they snag him and take him into, uh, you know, into interrogation and stuff like that. The first time, uh, the head guy who is, uh, uh, let's see, what's his name? Prey. Oh, shoot. Where is it? Pretroud? Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. That's I what I thought it was. Yeah, it's like it's Pretroud or something. But they, they also, Chief of police they also the... called him the Teuton Makute or yeah. something like that, which I looked it up and it's actually, uh, named after a, uh, like a Haitian Creole boogeyman who used to kidnap and punish unruly children, putting them in a gunny sack and eating them for breakfast. Oh. But anyway, but yeah, okay. So that dude looked like a guy that would put kids in a gunny sack and eat them for breakfast. Absolutely. I mean, I I don't know if that's meant literally or if that was just kind of like, oh, this guy's bad news, so let's call him this. That's what the people call him. But we find out that he's in charge of this uh, paramilitary type of uprising deal, Um, and he basically tells Dr. Allen to leave Haiti. Um and uh also if you remember back to the uh hallucination that he had in the amazon it was this guy's face who yeah. who dr allen saw so when he's in like in that the little cloth closet that we see absolutely he he walks over opens it up and weirdo chief of police <laughs> Tutikutikanko right. is the dude he sees. And, and the thing is, is, his face is unmistakable, man. I mean, yeah. this guy's got a face that is, oh, it's just creepy. And it just kind of sticks with you. Anyway, moving on. Of course, Dr. Allen doesn't leave because that would have made a lame movie. Meanwhile, Dr. Allen and uh, Marielle have sex in a hot place. That was pretty erotic. Hot, dude. dude. With the with the waterfall and they're in the cave yeah. and she's doing the arched back thing. I don't want to get too far into it. I like the way the dress falls down, you know. Yeah, the, dude. The white, like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I haven't been wearing anything under this almost see-through white cloth dress. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> but we, they follow this pilgrimage. 
yes. that are heading out to these, you know, waters. Sacred. It's it, they they describe it as kind of their cathedral type of thing, yeah. which is just a beautiful like uh, pond and waterfall, just awesome stuff. Doctor Allen kind of he gives her that once across the hey, che- the chest bone with Let's the water. Touch each other. And she went. Oh, I'm down. It's time. It's time, baby. And that's what happened. And man, it, it, I mean, it didn't show a lot, but it was pretty sensual. It was hot, me. dude. I was like, man, I want to do that. I, I kind of wish I was Lone Star at that moment, actually. It's the only time I would ever go to Haiti is for that right there. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is there's a ton of other shit that Dr. Ellen had to go through. Yeah. However, while all this is going on, uh, they are, uh, is he, he goes over there and actually when, you know, when he's back in Boston, they're like, Hey, here's this guy. Go look for this guy who's a zombie, Kristoff. And, uh, so they're basically looking for this guy. They find him in this graveyard and dude is in bad shape. Yeah. And, you know, he claims that, Oh, my soul's gone and, and whatnot. And, and uh, he's I, like and, Bob Marley on, on the he last is. leg. I actually yeah. learned that once you become a zombie, you grow dreadlocks because before all the pictures yeah. he had, a, he was a nice clean cut dude, but you know, zombie, you get the dreads, I, you're he, like, he got man, the dreads. <laughs> I'm in, sh- I am in shit town over here. So anyway, uh, you know, the investigation goes from one place to another. You know, they're, they're kind of going along figuring this thing out. They talk to Kristoff and whatnot. Um, he thinks he finds the powder. He, he's told about a guy named Mozart. And uh, he's like, hey, Mozart can make you this stuff. And he's like, okay. He goes to Mozart. And Mozart's running like a cockfight ring and all this yeah. stuff. He, you know, just kind of a slimy dude. However, he claims to know how to make this powder. And he gives him some powder. But... It's not real, dude. Nope. And, uh, in fact, Dr. Allen calls him out and they, they do this whole deal where, you know, they give it to a goat and the goat dies. And if the goat comes back, then here's your thousand bucks. Um, however, that kind of pissed Mozart off a little bit that he called him out on it. So he said, okay, listen, I'll give you the powder, but you got to make it with me. And here's the deal. I mean, here, here's where we get in, um, um, the whole deal with him. And hey, I like that when he called him out and he was like, yeah. Your powder is shit. It didn't. It didn't work. Your fate. You, you know. Your this because is, that's exactly what he was waiting for. Doctor Allen was waiting for him to come out and go. Oh yeah, you think my shit is sucks? Right. Okay. Well, now I'll give you the good stuff. Right. And before they had to make it, though, however, Prey Trout or whatever his name was gets Doctor Allen again and says, "Listen, son of a bitch, you didn't leave, and we're going to torture you." And let's put it this way. They torture him. They put a giant nail through his balls. He says, I know everything. You know, the creepiest thing about this guy is the whole, I mean, we, we end up finding out that Dr. he's some kind of weird. Allen. Pre, yeah, exactly. He's some kind of voodoo priest. However, he kind of hints at it. I can get in your head. Yeah. You think this is bad torture. I can be here all the time. You don't know nothing. And, it, and it's just like, whoa, wow. You know, yeah. coming from that, I mean, he's he's kind of just a this weird-looking, crazy-eyed But, guy. I mean, he looks like he has the abilities that he says he's got. Well, and not to mention that we already know that he's a psycho that will torture you and put a nail through your balls. He's the chief of police. Uh, You know, I mean, he's got Haiti wrapped oh, around geez. his finger yeah he's got and it he's all just like i mean there's confidence there where he's just like you don't know dr allen i can get in your yeah. head i can i would this. believe that little son of a bitch oh dude totally well okay so dr allen actually they, they let him go and they're like okay here you go it's time for you to go but dr allen's like i don't think so I'm going to make this, this three-day powder. I'm out. <laughs> I, I would be gone, dude. I'm out. I, I'm with you. 
So he, he hooks up with Mozart again, and they go through and they make this powder, and it's kind of gross and torturous. They have to do some grave digging, and they and they actually pull up this body who of this of this really weird looking girl who's in this like crazy wedding dress. She's like a zombie looking in yeah. one of his in one of his uh, hallucinations. That's who they pull up, and it was just so creepy, dude. Uh, she's doing all that shit, and she pulls off her jaw and, and all sorts of weird she, that snake shit. <laughs> Dude, it's just, it, just the visuals are wicked, and it's yeah. weird because most of the wicked visuals come on his uh, his uh, hallucinations, yeah. and you know he's got one more doozy coming up here. Um, but so in essence, they make this stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of part chemistry, part alchemy, and, and a lot of magic. Um, but uh, is uh, Doctor Ellen's waiting for the the powder to get done? You know, they got to bury it and wait overnight and whatever. Right. He he goes out into this. Like, uh, this, uh, beach house and whatever, just kind of waiting for it to incubate or whatever it needs to do. Then he's going to get it and take off. However, Pratroud catches him, but not before a freaking wicked ass hallucination. Uh, it's weird because, I mean, the, the, the visuals in this hallucination were that yeah. of nightmare, shout, can we say? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, you're in another country. Oh, oh, dude, yeah. Are you talking about the one in the bed? I'm talking about the one where he's in the bed. Doors are busted open. Yes. There's a there's a flaming there's a flaming boat coming at you yeah. with this zombie on it type of deal. And you end up in a coffin being buried. Yeah, dude. Okay, so uh in all this all sorts of weird blood things, you got the you got the the the, the coffin with the cross on it, and that's all you can see. Just I mean, just great, great visual stuff it's man. all it's like every step of the way he's seeing exactly every step of what's going about to happen, to happen. and that you the, meet him you know after you come out of your first trance yep. here i am how you doing yep and every step of the way he's you know because that 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 medicine man from the very get-go said man i see some sour things yes in your he future. did he did Drink this. Find your spirit. Speaking Find your of animal spirit. Well, which was very lucky for him that he saw that uh, witch doctor do. Anyway, so he wakes up from he wakes up in a in a, just a sweat from this from this big old nasty hallucination. However, it's not Marielle next to him. It's it's uh what's his name? Uh sister, the the zombie sister, how come I Christoph's sister. Yeah. Decapitated. Yeah. And of course, conveniently the 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 police come in and, and <laughs> they're and, and you know, they're taking pictures, they're oh, here you are in this bed with this decapitated woman. They take him back to Pray Trout, and Pray Trout's like, listen. I got you on this. I can waste you. Yeah. Okay. He takes him down to this dungeon, like this torturous dungeon where all of this weird voodoo shit is just hanging and you around. You can hear people screaming, screaming. everywhere, dude. So he's going, he goes down there and he's like, he's like, Oh, you're going to torture me? He goes, Oh, no, buddy. It is way past this. I'm going to, I'm going to do way worse than putting a nail through your balls. But. We, he thinks he's safe because, uh, they actually put him on a plane and sent him back to Boston, yeah. but not before Mozart gets him that, 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 that bit of uh, the zombie powder. Because somehow they weren't guarding that back door. Well, well they were like, they had their guns Mozart's strong on, get on the plane, Bill Pullman. Yeah. But the backside, they Dude, didn't really have. I, I think it's just that Mozart is a very hooked up individual. Yeah. He can just get in and out and, and whatever. So basically, here's the deal. They sent him home back to Boston. You know, you think the movie's over. Thank goodness we made it. However, dude, 
That is not it at all. He goes back. They're having a celebration dinner with like the, um, the, the head of the drug company that wants to. Biocorp. Exactly. Biocorp. His wife. And his wife actually becomes possessed by Prey Trout, who warns him of the, of his imminent death. And so Bill Pullman's like, well, what the shit, you know? This guy can get to me wherever I am. I was looking what at I, her for a minute going, God, she's kind of hot. A little bit, huh? But then as she kept talking, like, you know, those, like, elitist, rich, oh, rich. She's yeah. like, so, tell me about. I couldn't wait for her to. She break, She takes See. this wine glass and just starts chewing it up. And I'm like, oh, swallow that. I don't want to hear you say another <laughs> well, word. Well, it, it's she just starts exhibiting behavior of oh. the, the people at that whole first tourist trap where they were eating glass and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. She starts, you know, she starts exhibiting this behavior, these these weird voodoo things. I, I mean, I don't know if they're rituals dude, or whatnot. The hand out of the soup. Oh, dude. Sick and awesome. The hand out of the soup. It was, listen, people, we're skipping over a lot of stuff because we can't explain the visuals. Lots of great visuals in this. Anyway, so freaking Dr. Allen's like, you know what? This guy's going to get to me wherever I'm at. I'm going to go back there and I'm going to face this son of a bitch on uh, you know, uh, face to face, which was a mistake because Petroud, uh, basically kills his friend and buries him alive, just like in his vision. Yep. So that sucked the balls. Um, anyways, luckily for Kristoff, luckily he was the zombie because he came and actually saved him. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, there's a big battle in the end, and thank goodness for the Amazonian witch doctor because he gave him his animal totem with the jaguar to help him in his final fight. And I call it how Bill Pullman got his tiger back. Ooh, that sounds like a inspirational movie about a uh, middle-aged woman. Uh, anyway, so what do you think, man? Dude, I I've loved this movie for a long time. Uh huh. And it drew back. I mean, when Johnny Krug and you know. When it's taught, when we're talking about cultural, oh yeah, oh no's, this Haiti is one of those places I never want to go to. Well, it is so creepy because I mean, not only is it a, a different culture and whatever, however, not just that. On top of that, you have this idea, and, you know, we I don't know how true it is, but we've been fed this this. uh this line of, oh, there, there's the voodoo's rampant in this, this magic. I mean, that, that's just kind of how I, you know, right. it's just kind of how I think about, about Haiti, right? I mean, you know, uh, apart from this movie, but it's like, so they got all this weird stuff going on, political unrest, all these weird religious type, um, whatever, and all these killings and, and voodoo at the and end stuff. Of it, and they boom. Said, you know, that the, the unrest just went, no. The small, the the downtrodden went to hell with this. We're taking, right. we're toppling the government. Absolutely, and that's when you know Voodoo Man was like, "Whoa, I'm in a world of shit here, and right. I got to deal with Bill Pullman and all this other <laughs> shit." You know, you know, and it was like they just went to hell with it. It's it's kind of funny because not only was this going on in the movie, but it was actually going on in filming. The, the, I mean, cause, I mean, this real political unrest was going yeah. on. They actually started filming in Haiti, but had to move to the Dominican Republic, which is on the other side of Hispaniola to, to finish, uh, filming it just because of all the bullshit that was going on there. See, and what, yeah, man. because dude, that so, is a no mess around situation. No, you cannot mess around. I mean, you don't, you don't pack up the wife and go, let's go to Haiti on vacation. You don't go, let's pierce the native's cheek. Let's hang out. Right. I'm telling you, dude, 
Pick a better place. I don't care if you're, you know, who goes, you know, I think Haiti is where we should go. Unless you're, you know, going on the, let's go out and, and, and dig a trench so they can have some clean water or right. let's build a house. Right. Don't go down there going, Oh, let's hear bongos. Let, and yeah. Let's enjoy and, their, let's enjoy their culture. I don't know. Maybe I'm go to Vegas, go to, uh, France. 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 Yeah. Sure. Uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, uh-huh, uh, really? okay. you know, uh, New York City might be a good place. But to, not Haiti is what you're saying. But not Haiti. I'll tell you what, this movie, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I don't remember, um, for some reason, I don't remember all of the just great visuals that it had, uh, you know, especially in those hallucination scenes. Uh, Bill Pullman did a great freaking job. I mean, this is, I mean, Bill Pullman, what? I mean, he was a lone star. He was in, uh, what was that movie where, uh, Independence Day, yeah, you know, and yeah. all this stuff. This by far, in my opinion, is his best. The, the, my favorite thing that I've seen him in. His best performance. Yeah, he played a good president in Independence Day. Well, and he that. gave that, he gave that like a yeah. speech and but, I was like, you, my my favorite part from Bill Pullman in this movie uh, okay. was as soon as he got hit in the face with the dust, uh-huh. and he was just going, "Don't let him bury, bury me. me, right? I'm not dead." Oh, and he looked he looked pale. He was looking up, and he was gone. You're just like, "Oh shit!" I mean, you know he's going down. He's going down with that. And then when the guy, the black magic chief of police. Yep. Put that spider in there with him to go. To oh, have keep some company. You company. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that was like intense. That's and harsh, then his dude. Eyes don't even blink when that spider comes crawling over on his. I, yeah, I wonder how they did that, man. Because it, I mean, he, the spider was walking over some eyeballs. I'm not saying they're Bill Pullman's, but man, that would scare the bullshit out of me. I mean, dude, it, it, it's bad enough that you're going to be buried alive. Uh-huh. And, and, and what is it? It's like you can. Think. Yep. You can feel. Yep. You can. You're smell, aware of you everything. Can hear. You can everything. You just can't move. Exactly. And you're in this hole, like, dude. When Kristoff is being buried in the beginning of it, and yep. you see that tear come rolling down the side That's of his harsh, eye, dude. And all that dirt being thrown like, on top. That's it. How would you like to be there and hear that? Hear the dirt being placed on your coffin. That gives. Yeah. That's just. That gives me the willies. And then that 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 chief of police going, <laughs> no one's got you know. He's and, you know like, and he talks he's to him. He does. Yeah. He's like, listen, you know, he's talking to this quote unquote dead guy, saying, you know, and just, yeah. just kind of taunting him as he's being buried. Yeah, son because, of a bitch. And it all ends up in those jars. They're What's souls. that all about? Well, was it was? Well, like, I, I guess basically what happens is once they do this, they capture their soul in the jar, and that's what Kristoff was saying. Listen, I'm a zombie because. Jackass number one over here has my soul sitting in a jar. Right. And so they take a little keepsake. They take the, they take your soul. Well, they get power from that too. It, it, it enhances their voodoo ability. Right. So there you go, man. But could you imagine being, how powerful are you if you're a, the chief of police? Right. You pretty much own the entire, all of Haiti. Absolutely. You own it. And yeah. you're the voodoo god that, that you're in their dreams. He's like, man, I know where you're at. I, I know what you've been doing. And you, I know there's nothing you can to. do to get away from me. I, yeah. I can get you no matter where you are. In fact, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to let you go back to Boston and I'm going to waste you there. He's like, when Bill Pullman's like, he's like, I want to hear you scream. And he starts going, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, not good enough. And then he, that's when he nailed his balls. 
<laughs> Dude, you are in for trouble. Those people down there will lop off. They'll take a machete and lop <laughs> off limbs. The militants down there go, it doesn't matter. Swung right with the machete. It. Uh, I don't care. Haiti, where life is cheap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. You know what the thing is? Is I mean that's. I mean that sucks if that's really how it is. I'll tell you what though. This made that kind of environment made a great movie, uh, great environment for this movie. You and know. I think that's what that key is about. Out of your culture, out of your comfort zone. Here's a movie where it's like, and, and he kept Bill Pullman kept going back. Right. He'd get on the plane, they go, you know. Well, he became attached gonna... to Marielle, and yeah. he's like, ah, I want to get back to her because she dude, was totally hot. Real, let me ask you this question. Okay. Let sure. me ask you as a human being this Sure. Question. Okay. After all that shit, I, a nail through your nutsack, <laughs> right? Okay. And they put you on a plane, and they say, she's going to be fine. Yeah. We're going to leave her alone. Do you Do you get home and then go... I've got to go back for her. Not unless there's some weird shit going on, voodoo shit in my brain. Because I'd be like, you know what? She was fine. You know, I'm going to go ahead and find me a local woman. A nail through the nutsack <laughs> tells oh, me. And then when Bill Pullman's going, oh, well, he didn't mean to harm. He meant to scare. Yeah, he It's did. like, dude, you just took a nail through the nutsack. That's pretty harmful, brother. I, I mean, I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but that is pretty harmful. It, everybody wants to be the Prince Charming. Everybody wants to be the hero. And everybody but, hears those songs like, love will keep us together. You know, but you know like, what? Ugh. African voodoo guy puts a nail through my nutsack. All bets are off. <laughs> I will not come back for you. I don't care how strong my love is. <laughs> That's great, Seeing dude. some African guy jam a nail through my nutsack will make me go, no, no, it's just not meant to be. You know what? I'll tell you what, though. That's a good measuring stick. You're like, when you come up to a woman, you're like, is she the one? Think to yourself, if I got a nail through my nutsack, would I still go back and save this woman? Oh, it's no every time. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. <laughs> it just is, dude, because that is a painful situation to be in. Yeah. But God bless her for laying there in the street with him and, and nursing him back. Yes, and absolutely. And all that. But that's, I mean, it's wonderful. But when they offer up the plane ride free. Yes. Just to get the hell out of there. I'll I'm, be like, I'm leaving. Yeah, but the problem is, is then you got to go live your rest of your life with like hands coming out of your soup. And that's a problem. Yeah. That's well, a yeah, problem. He's, I, mean, he's I honestly think that without that, he would have been like, oh, I am done with Haiti. And I, I got yeah. my powder. I am out of there. Sorry, Marielle. You were hot. Uh, we, we had a connection there, but you know exactly. what? I'm in Boston. There are a few million checks here yeah. that I could make, that, that I could make it with and not one will end up with a nail through my nutsack. I totally agree. Without the voodoo dreams. Right. If you could just escape going, man, I had hot sex with her. I had horrible fucking nightmares. Oh, yeah. I had a fucking nail through the nutsack. <laughs> I'm going to pass. But, yeah, he's drawn back in because the guy's going, Dr. Allen, it don't matter what you is. Exactly. You do a great, you do a great Tonton Makute or I whatever want that to was. hear you scream. Like some creepy shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know, so, so what do you think? Let, let's put it this way. This one was an easy one for me. I mean, this is obviously a buy, especially since you can buy this and three other movies for five freaking bucks at Walmart. Besides that, I'd go completely opposite of that. I'd say don't buy the four pack if you can find it. Buy this movie. Here, here's the thing. 
buy it. Here's the thing. I do. I, I, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know because I don't have it. But if there were extras on this, I would be definitely interested in seeing it. Because as I read a little bit about the production, you know, on Wikipedia and whatnot, there was a lot of weird shit that happened. And not only that, I did buy the book. Um, you know, just, and I, I'm going to read through that because it's like, I want to see, you know, no, I mean, obviously uh, this probably a lot of it wasn't true and, and a lot of it was just for the movie's sake. However, just knowing that this kind of stuff goes on there, I am interested as shit to see it. Oh, to read it about. does. I totally believe that Weird. down there in Haiti or wherever there is, or even in New Orleans or whatever, yeah, there's, Louisiana, there the is voodoo. And people believe that, and they've seen something that's crazy, and oh, yeah. they're going, man, it's real. One of these days, I'm gonna make it to uh, Louisiana. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a trip there, and I'm gonna go because they've got like the greatest. Uh, I mean, not even to mention the greatest cemeteries and whatnot, but the greatest haunted like tours and stuff there. Go look oh. up on the internet the haunted tours there. One of these days, I'm gonna make it down there, and I'm gonna go through some of those, and it'll scare the shit out of me. A lot of it because of all this history and all this voodoo stuff that goes on there. The too. only way I'd ever go to New Orleans, I mean, for Mardi Gras, of course, for all the tits. Well, tits, right? Yeah, sure. Of course. Okay. But if I could go on one of those to- tours where Tony Todd, oh, yeah. he's got that <laughs> diamond drawn on his yeah. face. Why don't you take him out to the... You know, Be my victim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tony Todd. Oh, yeah. He's call gonna- me. He... I think he might be one of my friends on on, on Facebook. On FB. Oh, well, that means they're your closest I, I call it FB, friends. Dude. I don't know. Oh, well, you you're you're it. all hip. I'm not there yet, brother. Anyway, though. Yeah. So, what do you think? Buy? Is are we it's good to go? It's a total buy? buy. It's it's buy it on its own merit and not the four pack. Agreed. It is buy buy buy. Agreed. I got I got uh, I got a little bit uh, greedy there and just bought the four pack. I I, I go home and watch tonight not really i grew up with that going wow that is creepy as hell and it is become my scariest place to ever haiti culturize cool. and cultivate you, out of no i never go there ever awesome dude you know it's funny because uh so like i said in the beginning zombie three from 1988 serpent in the rainbow from 1988 um, they were really, really different. They had different kind of zombies. Yeah. Different focus on the movie. I mean, obviously, Zombie Three was was cheesier and more kind of the gore. But there you go. I mean, that's uh, that's why I love the horror genre because you can get two things that on the surface. What do you the think of that? The best. Those difference. I mean, of course, Zombie Three was kind of like whatever, man. <laughs> that's totally off the charts, or right. You know, eagle eagle zombie birds and whatnot. Right. But, this was like kind of in that real zone, like this well, could know about exactly puffer fish and this and that, and you grind it up and blow it in someone's face. This movie, I mean, I mean, I don't want to diss on Zombie Three because I think if I remember right, I gave that one a buy too. Well, of but I gave it a buy for a completely different reason. That movie did not scare me. This movie kind of got me thinking. Right, like wow, it's that it's weird. That weird. I don't thing, know like, if you don't know what's going on down there exactly. I mean, th- those guys surely chop your legs off and then steal your wallet. <laughs> you know, I would just like, give my Why wallet. even talk? No, no. It's not a negotiation. Right. It's like, look, we're going to chop your goddamn legs off, and then we're going to take your wallet. Then we'll right. blow some smoke, some weird powder in your face. And then you're screwed, brother. And then so. enjoy your trip out here, you white honky. <laughs> wow, you didn't need to throw in the racial slur. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's cool, dude. <laughs> All right, so I don't no, know. It's just it, it, it's you get down there. 
Well, here here's the throwback to okay. White Zombie. All right. Okay. All right. We were talking about that. They the were kind of, of voodoo zombies, if I remember right. Well, yeah. Haiti, yep. zombies. Yep. One black guy in the entire movie. <laughs> and he was the chauffeur in the buggy. That's with two right. white people. That's right. Only white guy in Haiti. <laughs> Wasn't the chicken that kind of hot, though? In yeah. like a strange way. You know way? what? Yeah, she was. Yeah, I, I was. That. I was going. You know, with if you took all that makeup off, I yeah. bet you're a cutie. Oh, dude. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Anyways, uh, we like to really like lather them up with makeup back then. Well, they, maybe that was for the camera. Do you yeah, think? I think I think it was. I've, I guess like I, I guess pouty, I'm just talking shit. The but, Betty Boop yep. lipstick and all that. Yeah, I don't know, but I'd still bone her with all that makeup on. What? Oh, what did I just say? Anyway, 1930. She's probably like dead now but <laughs> even better what oh, yeah. <laughs> anyhow so there you go yeah, there, there's uh, serpent the rainbow uh double by um there you go um okay so so what we got here is is uh uh remember if you'll remember we got the question of the episode which is a censorship be damned uh what movie did you feel like it went too far you know, that what, was a great question. Cause I already, I already know what I'm going to say. Call it in 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Or, uh, go visit corpsecollective.com and click on that, uh, uh, send Mike and, or send the, send a voicemail. I think is what it says on the tab there. So go ahead and do that. We we're going to do a death scene, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to skip a death scene. Uh, I'm going to send out all the death scenes that I have. And so we're going to skip it this idea. episode. Wolfman, that means your package is coming back to you. Yeah. And and I need to send uh, Darian another one. But other than that, but but that will be back with a with a vengeance next episode. I uh, just want to say thanks everybody again for listening for sending in your phone calls. Uh, that really makes me get a boner. I guess is what you can I say. I love it. Call in if you're listening. Call in and say hi, Aaron. First time listener, first time caller. Yeah, long time listener. That's what we like to see, baby. Call us. I love that. <laughs> Awesome. All right, so uh, from the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya.